Tonight's podcast is brought to you by the Flint, Michigan Water Department, the most metal water department in all of the U.S., bringing you and your family high-quality water for over zero years. To this week's Good Old Gamers podcast, I'm Lyle McClendon. I'm here as always with the fashionable Brandon Gentry. Go fuck yourself, everyone. And we have a special guest with us this evening. One uh, of the founding fathers. One of, of the, good old the founding fathers of Good Old Gamers, indeed. Mr. Josh Duncan's back with us. I hey, did not get kicked off this podcast. You did. <laughs> Way to make us feel like a bunch of assholes. That's well, what that's what I'm here for. Right? I mean, we are a bunch of assholes, so that's, that's good. Yeah, uh, that's why I got kicked off the podcast because we're all a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Valid points taken. It's January 30th. It won't be by the time you hear this, but just so you know, that yep. is the date that we are recording. Time has passed. Time has passed. It is Saturday evening. So have my bowels. Indeed. <laughs> you hope. <sighs> I do for good health. Shit daily. We're going to kick it off, as always, like we do here, with a little bit of news. Xbox One controllers, the Elite ones, are back in stock. I've seen that today. Hey, yeah, I know like, that. I actually li- I like... I know that, that you don't give a shit. Right I now. like the Elite controller. Like it, It's really cool. I, I messed around with Heath's at Vaults the other day, and uh, at Vaults. At Vault the other day, it's I liked it. Yeah, they're they're really cool. The fact that you can just you know you could change out the buttons and change your configuration is something that like I know with the PC you can change out everything you want yeah. anytime, at any time you want. So why not go with the uh, you know if you want a concave you know stick if you want a con like a convex stick go my, with it. My only thing with it is for the price point. <laughs> it better jiggle my nuts. That's one I asked. You like it, but you like it for a hundred dollars. It's more than hundred, is, is it not? It? No, I think it's I think it's right at a hundred. Oh, I thought it was ninety nine. I'm but not I mean, sure. For some reason, I thought it was like a hundred and thirty something. I'm I mean, a lot of probably per- incorrect. On a lot that. of prayers. If you don't pay a hundred thirty for your controller, you might as well just buy a fucking Wii U, <laughs> or a hotel. Another valid yeah. point. Thus, continuing our fanboyship of Wii U. Go buy one if you don't own one. You don't yeah. know what you're missing. What do you got for us, Brando? Um, this Super Mario Maker news, the hardest level, or supposedly hardest level, has been beat by a YouTuber named Grand Pooh Bear. Uh, Should have been Grand Pooh Bear. The guy who made it is the guy who I mentioned a while back who beat, like, this super ridiculous Super Mario World level that he made, that Super Pangea Panga, or Pangea Panga. Um, you look up the video of it. It's one of them, it looks like it's a tool assistant, but it's not, because you can't tool assist on Super Mario Maker. It's just... All this crazy ass, like using items to to jump around and not fall to your death, and 
just split second timing, bouncing off walls and horseshit. It's it's insane. Known to cause high blood pressure spikes. What's funny is you look at those tool assisted runs, and then you look at some of this Mario Maker runs, and it's like it's basically the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's it's nuts how I good people are. I still do not it. give people credit for tool assist oh, no. speed runs on old shit. I mean, I still say that motherfucker that uh, holds the record on the Mario speed, or well, maybe not the kid that beat it on YouTube here recently, but. I just I don't support like people doing like speed runs on Mario on fucking emulated like ROMs and emulators. I don't care if it's emulated. I just don't like it, you know the tool assisted part. I don't. I just I don't know. I'm I'm weird about all of it. I'm like if you're going to do it, do it on the fucking original hardware. Well, I mean at at this point, you know, getting original hardware that actually works, you know. How many controllers do you know of that, like Nintendo controllers? GameStop sells a shit now, though. Get on their website, you know. Yeah, but are they as good as the original? Games. Or Vault Games. Are they as tight? I'm, I wasn't saying that like a GameStop smart shit. Uh, I'm just saying that there there is easier access to the, right. older, the older shit now because it's popular. There, there is easier access, but again, like if you say, if you wanted to do an, a, an, a Mario run, you had everything you needed here to do it. Oh yeah, but if somebody who's like a normal Twitch Twitch player who you know mostly plays Smite or then stick to fucking Smite, don't come into my Mario world. <laughs> somebody's got their ass on their shoulders about it. Well, yeah, somebody's got to like be willing to put these young whippersnappers snipers in their place. Yeah, got to get off my fucking lawn, my Super Mario lawn. <laughs> you goddamn right. Somebody just doesn't want to get beat, is all. No. No, I mean, do you? No, I do, do you purposely want to get beat every day when you wake up? Like, I beat no. my meat. I'm like, yeah, well, I was gonna say, unless it's beat off. There's different types of beating. No, I make them all the same. Someone's beating my ass in the corner. I eat damn right. I got it out jacking it. <laughs> this is how I cope with things. <laughs> Metal Gear Online has added quite. Oh, goddamn. You didn't even finish your Super Mario Maker news, <laughs> nah, did you? There wasn't much else to um, just look at the video and see how fucking insane it is. I'm going to download it later. The guy's uh, handle for the guy who created levels handles Panga, P-A-N-G-A. Just look it up. I've been playing some pretty damn difficult Mario levels myself lately. You, you end up actually beating one of the more difficult levels here recently. <laughs> yeah, the you? Cannonball Run. I got to where I can beat that thing no problem now. So Nice. And, um... I've yet to play that game, but Jesus Christ, some of the videos I've seen are just insane. Like, yeah. what they're doing and what you have to do to beat these games. <clears throat> the one advantage that you can get on Mario Maker is you can download the level, and then you can, like, see every nook and cranny of it. So you can you can pick and play different parts of the level. So you don't have to start at the very beginning and run through and wonder what you're supposed to do next. Because some of these levels are so hard, it's not clear what you're supposed to do to get past something. Because you don't know what's... N- no next on the screen so you can download the level into the editor and actually see the whole thing see the death like where your most amount of deaths are and stuff well that you'll see your all the deaths when you just play it but you can can download it in your editor you could edit the level if you want it but you you can see every you know hidden block things like that all i've seen are just the videos of people you know like completing really hard levels i've yet to see like i've actually yet to sit down and actually play the game or see the mechanics of it or how it works no one has yet to beat my level the good old castle so you're welcome to look me up i'm mario maker mafrael play good old castle i want someone to beat it besides me i don't know anything about (laughs) it but uh i i'd seen a little article that i kind of glanced over where 
one of the popular things on Super Mario Maker right now is making like one room puzzle levels. I've encountered those. I don't like them. That's not Mario. No, well, just like the stand still and yes, win. I hate that. Yeah, shit. that's. But a lot it. of those have been filtered out from the top. Now that that's the top of the actual. Well, that well, takes the whole fucking platform you, and you, element you, out of it. If you look at the top stars, it's still that horseshit. Is it? Um, you can look by creators though, the top creators, and you find more genuine levels. And can't that you, way. you can follow creators too. Yeah. So when they you make can. new stuff, you know. You know, you can force those things out of your life if you really want to. Yeah, it just takes just, a little bit of work. Yeah, and I don't like that. At least now it's easier. Before this recent update, <coughs> excuse me, you had to go on like say Reddit or just Google people who made levels and follow them because the only thing there was is the star ranking. And of course, the first one hundred goddamn levels that are on there, they stay still. Oh look, it's playing a song with sound effects type shit. That's not Mario levels. It's Mario Paint. Yeah. <laughs> The fucking platform element is gone. Yeah, and that's why I don't like those those puzzle levels. I played a couple, and I'm sure I could have figured them out, but I didn't want to. It wasn't Mario. Bummer. <coughs> what I was saying was uh, nothing major, but Metal Gear Online has added Quiet and three new maps. Cool. You're, you're into Metal Gear Online. The perfect woman. She doesn't talk. She wears almost nothing. Yeah, she, she kills people. She hums, and that's annoying. Well, she can hum while she's got your, you know, your old mate in your she mouth. She can give you a old hummer. <laughs> yeah, so I mean. So it's consistently period week. Mm, <laughs> bummer. Um, Nintendo NX supposedly is going to launch with a Smash Brothers game. No word if it's going to be a remake or a new one or any of that. They know that's a system seller now, so I'm, I don't know. Well, they know Zelda's a system seller and they've yet to put out a new Zelda well, Zelda Wii U, I still say well, it's going to be a cross-release. It'll come out on Wii U and fucking I mean, NX. Zelda's got a great following. So it's going to be the Twilight Princess? I mean, they do that with every Zelda. If you notice, though, like every time Nintendo goes to start prepping a new console, they start prepping a new Zelda game. Just about every time. But I'm saying, the, uh, the Zelda fan base, is, it's always good and solid, but the Smash Brothers fan base is fucking fanatical oh, it's yeah. it's ridiculous smash brothers is going to be included on espn this next year yeah so <clears> it's <throat> i was watching evo uh i think it might have been <coughs> last year year before last where literally there was a uh, two evo player you know two smash brothers playing the guys were playing it got to where they were down to like one i again i i've never played smash brothers i don't know how it works it's very difficult there's a point where the game is paused by accident, and the I guy that Pepsi opening. The guy turns to the other guy, shakes his hand, and pulls his controller because he knew he had lost. And it was still like, you know, he was still alive, but he's like, okay, there's no recovering from here. But like you, you know, and you know, I've seen Daigo come back. I know it can be done in Street Fighter, but uh, yeah. I, again, well, in Smash Brothers, you got so many jumps you can do, and how you die in Smash Brothers is being knocked off the, the map. Knocked yeah. off the edge. So if you're out of jumps and you're flying off the screen, then you're just out. Of the yeah, I think luck. I think at that point the guy was just like, "Well, I've lost this," and he paused it, which I think it might have disqualified him anyway. It depends on the tournament rules. But, well, Evo, you know, yeah. that's the tournament. So uh, I think it, it was like one of those things where he it just as soon as he knew, like, okay, I'm I'm dead. He basically paused it, turned to the guy, shook his hand, yanked his controller, and walked off. I think uh, a lot of my deal with Smash Brothers on my Wii U, I would be better if I had one of those GameCube controllers to play with. 
Or a classic controller. Yeah, I suck shit. Uh, all I got is the fucking Wii U gamepad, and I'm just, I'm not good. I know on the thing. Wii, I have a, when we, whenever we play uh, Mario Kart, I have to have, I have to have my Wave Bird. Because if I don't have my Wave Bird, I won't touch it. I'm fixing that. I finally found my other two classic controllers that my stepson had smuggled under his bed or some shit, so now I have four classic controllers. I'm you, very happy you with You didn't need to have a Wii magazines U. under there, did you? No, I didn't. We need to have a Wii U party one we night. We do. Perhaps. We have, we have for a, our one year anniversary that's coming up soon. We're going we to play something. with each other's Wii Wii. Uh, I was going to say, we can have a Wii party right now. Ooh. We're not going to forsake this new home just yet. Um, What's something else you got? I got one that I want to talk about, but you're going to talk about it too. So I'm going to say that wait. for last. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's a, finally a new patch for Tribes Ascend for anyone who, who likes Tribes. Uh, Tribes of Sin is a, is a free download, so you can just Google it and download it. They they it's a pretty massive patch. They've addressed like a lot of issues that's been plaguing the game for years. It's literally been years since the last update. So um, there's actually people coming back to the game now. So if you want to get back into Tribes, now's the time to do it. Can you still pe- kill people with drop pods? Probably. Then that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, you <clears throat> we just heard about this today. You'll be able to help us out on this a little bit, Josh. Uh, EA bailed on E3. Yeah, they uh, is that is that that's something they've pretty much said. Like, hey, uh, we'd rather kind of be we'd we'd rather bring people in who aren't just journalists because E3 is, of course, it's a it's press it's press release. only. Yeah, you know, you I mean, you can get tickets, but they're 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 hard to come by. And the good old gamers yeah. won't get there one day. Yeah, I'm not going to pay exorbitant amounts of money to go get advertised to, though. <laughs> exactly. So it's one of those things where uh, EA has done taking the Nintendo route, and they've said, okay, we're just going to do, instead of having this uh, you know, big E3 thing, we're just going to go ahead and pull out, have a pre-E3 public uh, conference where they do all their keynotes. They actually have fans in it, which I think is really cool. EA has fans? EA has fans. <laughs> EA does have fans. Uh, I know, like, uh, my wife is really into Mass Effect and was crushed when she was like, oh, they had to patch, they, they made a patch for the game uh, on Mass Effect 3 that actually extended the story. And she was like, mm, it should have stayed where it was at. You know, they, yeah. It, cause, because you want a story to be your typical ruining of a sequel kind of thing. They'll see like, about it now. Well, they did the Fallout 3 thing where after Fallout 3, you couldn't play anymore. And then Fallout. Fallout 3 patch, and oh, now you can play past the story. And it's like, sometimes it's good to just end on, yeah. especially spoilers. Especially a Mass, the, Mass Effect type game. I, Fallout makes sense. Mass Effect, I don't see much, a whole lot of point. In just that. so just so everybody knows, Mass Effect 3 is uh, a couple years old, at least. At the end of Mass Effect, it's a suicide Spoiler. mission. Yeah, it, it's, it's totally a suicide mission. And then um, after that, you know, the game was over. Then they patched it, and we're like, uh, we're actually going to do, uh, you know, this thing where you can play past it and get all these side quests and stuff. And to me, it ruins the game because you you're supposed to do all that stuff beforehand. But it takes the closure yeah. out of it too. Yeah, like, yeah. especially a story driven game that takes place across like two fucking, you know, three games total, two sequels. Like with any trilogy, you want that closure. Yeah, and you don't, you know, that just kind of fucks up the story arch part of it you know 
Yeah, I, I, but I'm I a big fan of movies, and they do that. You know, it's the same way of like trying to milk a franchise beyond what it's worth. You know, yeah, what they're doing sounds cool. My problem is, it's it's EA. I, I can't think of anything they do anymore that I like. Uh, the new uh, the new uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, which is uh, I guess uh, a startup of a second trilogy for them, is going to be uh, going to be coming up here real soon. And I've never got into them games. I own them, but I never cared for them. Uh, you know, like. I'm not in particular to them as well. Uh, this is not my kind of game. I feel the shooting is kind of spongy. It is. Uh, That's what turned me off a lot. Yeah, and a lot of third-person games I'm really not into. I liked Gears of War. It was a great third-person shooter that was really, really tight. Yeah. but uh, it, I'm like, a big Max Payne fan. Yeah, Max. Oh, one and two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like the Dead Space series. Dead Space quite was a bit. Nice. Dead Space That's- had such a good, like mechanic of don't just go for headshots yeah. you know you have to dismember yeah. shoot the fucking legs off before the thing gets to you right i love dead space uh Ugh, so i can't I, I don't know right off what they're going to be showing off i'm sure there's going to be a whole lot of stuff that they're but again it's more about being able to access something that would only be for press yeah. for the fans which a I think is a, the, is a step in a good direction. It is. A lot of the dildos, too. EA's got so much fucking money at this point. You know, they can kind of... They can balk at shit like that without really... Oh, yeah. You know, losing anything at all. I think a big part of EA's problem is just their history of buying off smaller companies and destroying them. Just consuming them. Well, I and mean... a lot of people... If you're a corporation and you want to make money, what do you do? Oh, I mean, I understand it's a smart business move, but... That's also why a lot of people don't like them. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. yeah, no. That's yeah. why you see message boards filled with hateful fucking commentary. When you're the top dog, everybody comes after you, you yeah. know? That's true. What else you got, Brando? Um, saw so Funcom announced Conan Exiles. We're jumping on the multiplayer survival open world thing. Um, since is, that's kind of exploded with Ark. Is it like a DayZ thing? Um, from they haven't released a whole lot about it, but it's gonna be where you, you're gonna be uh, building, growing crops, you know, uh, crafting weapons. One thing that I thought was awesome, praising Crom. Well, that's what I'm getting to is oh, um, being multiplayer. You can sacrifice other players at God's altars and get like you know some forms of blessings and stuff. So nice. That's cool. I really want to like rip someone's heart out at an altar. <laughs> I, but there's, yeah. there's not a whole lot of detail on it yet. Um, I'm, I'm I'm a pretty good fan of Funcom. They got they they also have a lot of hate, but because um, they haven't made a a hit game, I'm, I'm not going to say a, a great game. Cause they've made some good games, but they haven't had a hit game in a while. All their games have sales wise, it has been kind of eh. Um, so uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, the early access is coming to PC this summer. It's going to be on consoles and PC after the early access. So. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know. There's so few. maybe it'll be better than that last Conan game that came out. Which one? The uh, just three, Conan. Oh for yeah, 360. I think. I had yeah. It on Who made that game? Uh, oh Jesus Christ! Hold on, just a second. I can tell you that. I, I don't matter. Yeah, I had it. Uh, uh, one of my friends from school, Brett Walker, had actually bought me a copy of that time. And it's just like a pretty crappy hack, hack and slash. slash. It was. Kind of like Sword of Berserk for uh, Dreamcast, but not near as good. Um, you could you could uh, bed women. Oh in yeah, that game. that's gonna be that standard was, that was in the Conan the, game. That was one of the best things. Uh, about could it. you make their women lament? You could. 
by the the right stroke the right strokes yeah <laughs> vote conan 2016 elections praise be that crom um funcom's also known you know for those who don't know is a uh, agent conan their mmo which they went the free to play route it's got some some drawbacks when it comes to that but it, it was a decent mmo had some fond memories on launch day of just killing the fuck out of people on open PvP servers. So it's it's a decent game if you like Conan. It's chock full of whorehouses and and beheadings, as Conan games should be. Indeed, that's the best part about it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just somebody we'll get to it later on. Somebody just uh, text messages me a question for our episode tonight. Well, groovy. So good. Uh, what else? You got the... I, all got left is our last bit. Good. I wanted to... Because I signed the petition for this. So, um, Nintendo's announced a new Pokemon game. So far, Japan only. Yeah. 3DS. Uh, you want to enlighten us on this bizarre new chapter? Oh yeah, it's uh, Detective Pikachu, which features a Pikachu wearing a Sherlock Holmes hat. And this Pikachu is different from other Pikachus. Yeah, it talks with like a manly voice. It and speaks. It looks fucking horrible. Is it as good as Lupin the Third? I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. I know what Lupin the Third is, but I've never watched it. It's a great. It's a great anime. Cowboy Bebop is the only anime that matters to me. It's that's you a good anime too. Berserk. Oh, I like Berserk too. Golgo thirteen. Berserk. We could look. Uh, let's Cowboy stop. Bebop. Let's stop now. now Demon City. Shinjuku. Yeah, we like could. Uh, we could. We could do a whole episode on anime. Good old let's, anime. Let's not stop. Good old right Tentacle now. Great. Yeah. Mm, tentacle Great. I could tell you about some Mybari. I don't want to know. That's strapless panties for anyone who doesn't. I'm all right. <laughs> That's the little band aid things they wear over their vaginas. Okay. That's that's all about. right. <laughs> In this, the more you know. Yeah. Um, you know, like Brandon said, <laughs> Detective Pikachu is for Japan only, so far. But there, that's the only place I see it succeeding. <laughs> there, there are some plans to bring it to the U.S. There's a petition going around right now that's pretty popular, and I signed it yesterday. Actually, as a matter of fact. But if they, uh, there's a petition going around that if they bring uh, Detective Pikachu to the U.S. for Danny DeVito to voice Pikachu for the game, <laughs> I might buy it if they did that. I would. Like I can just but imagine Danny DeVito mother. like drinking wine out of a fucking Dr Pepper can, like voice Pikachu. Like yeah, probably something over fucking there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Pull out your fucking detective notebook there, Steve. Have they said what kind of game it actually is? Is it like a... It's a mystery game. Yeah. Like, is it like even, Phoenix Wright almost? where you have It's to, a fucking Sherlock Holmes game where they replace Sherlock Holmes with Pikachu. Yeah. Huh. Like, it looked so fucking out of place. It's just... It looked like they, Nintendo was probably developing another game. Well, and they, did, they were like, it's it. not going to fucking sell, so let's put Pikachu in it. They're going to... They were That's developing... That's made me think. It's, it's fucking... Our fuck, what was the Mario 2 in Japan? Uh, Doki Doki, Doki Panic. Panic. Yeah, Doki Doki Panic. It's the fucking... It, it's like that, I think. They're like, let's just slap a, a well-known Nintendo character in it. And uh, why else would Pikachu fucking speak like a man? 
in the game. In the trailer watch, he even spoke to a normal Pikachu that was all like, Pikachu! I'm like, what uh, the fuck? I'll have to watch the uh, the actual trailer. Like, I mean, in the Pokemon world, there are Pokemon who speak, like Meow yeah. for Team Rocket. You know, there's there's very few that do, but there are some that do speak. Yeah. Well, it's awful funny how one guy's job is a goddamn detective. <laughs> I just... It's not very convincing. Though. He's going to solve the case of my father's murder. How about this fucking yellow rat? If you can... <laughs> Why not? If you can it's shock anyone... Hat, it must know what it's doing. If you can shock anyone at will, trust me, you have a Oh my god, audience. I just had like this mental image of like some guy tied up to a chair in the basement with nickel, nipple clamps on, Pikachu shocking them. <laughs> he's just He's just holding them like, are you going to tell me what I need to know? Be like, oh, no, never. Pika! <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you know that you know you ever seen the movie Scanners where the dude's head just yeah. fucking explodes. <laughs> you didn't do any detecting. You just killed his ass before even asking me questions. Can't put me in jail. I'm a fucking Pokemon. Yeah. You can't drown me in the court of law. Yeah. Not unless this is an I don't even right exist game. in reality. <laughs> Wait, Phoenix Wright. Alex Wright's a wrestler. My bad. It's Phoenix Wright. Uh, yeah, it looks dreadful. Yeah, I wasn't too... I'm like, you know, all the shit you could give us, Nintendo, this is what you're fucking like announcing this right now? This is why the Wii U has it sold. <laughs> <laughs> You've just... spending all your time and resources into this fucking Detective Pikachu game. I can just imagine it's like, meanwhile, in the office of Nintendo, they're like... What the fuck is this? <laughs> Are they Arab? Oh well, no. <laughs> well, if they are, they just ISIS is. They're uh, they're they're total Pokemon fans. ISIS just comes in with a fucking Pikachu with bomb strap. <laughs> <Pick up. laughs> Gotta catch them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pokemon was the pokey of the man in the thing with the guy comes out of the face. <laughs> Thanks, Bill Cosby. And then uh, they need to have Bill Cosby in that game. He can voice it from prison. He likes pudding. Hey, he won his, his dick and anything he can. He he won his defamation case. Yeah, whatever. He's still a he's a rapist. Yeah, no, we're cool. We're cool with him calling a rapist, but let's not defame him. Yeah. Well, that's it for our news segment. Yes. Uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and knock out Vault's Game of the Week. Vault's Game of the Week. What is Vault's Game of the Week? Vault's Game of the Week is Pokemon Emerald. Nice. It's a Pokemon game. I'm not too familiar with Emerald, though. Pokemon. My wife's name is Emerald. That's about that. all I know about that. <laughs> uh, now, there's, there's like a period of Pokemon games I'm just completely unfamiliar with. Okay, dokie. Uh, the last Pokemon game I played, I think, might have been Diamond, and I got to a point where they had to. Uh, I think do, that was my last one too. They had to do a fashion show. Yes, that was I, miserable. I was like, no, I'm I'm good. Pokemon Emerald. Uh, I was having to look up some stuff. That's because GBA. Right? I literally know nothing of the game. It is GBA. It is actually um, an enhanced remake. Of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Okay, so it's like yellow to yeah, exactly. It's like the yellow to red and blue. 
Um, the best, it, the uh, best Pokemon is 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 definitely yellow. Uh, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, I'm still partial to blue. I have that. Which, yeah, red and blue. I've got red, blue, and yellow, but I think yellow was the best one. I didn't like the Pikachu follow me though, because I never cared for Pikachu, especially Detective Pikachu. Uh, oh, I was a <laughs> you I bastard. Had, I had the Squirtle man. Like I'm down with the squirt. You had the Squirtles. I'm, I'm down with the squirt. <laughs> I made it funny. Um, in Pokemon Emerald, it's the same as other Pokemon's. I guess you control a Pokemon trainer whose general goal is to traverse the Hoenn region, and of course, you got to conquer a bunch of gym masters and all that. It's a classic Pokemon game. You I'm sure. I'm it. sure it's pretty good. Oh yeah. I mean. All Pokemon games are good until they add all the bullshit of the, you know, the fashion shows. I've and read the, or I've heard that the new ones, that's optional. So if that's, that's good. Thing, there was skip it. I don't remember which one it is. I, a friend of mine let me borrow it. I have it for uh, for DS. And it is, again, it's a good game up until you hit that point yeah. where it's I, like. I'm pretty sure I had Diamond as well. Is that the one that had Dialga or whatever? I had I Diamond. Think, I think so. I, uh, I, I'm yeah. not quite sure. You, you had to do the fashion show no. once, but still, that was miserable enough. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, uh, I'm. And it was, you couldn't just optional. No, it, it was you, mandatory for the story. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to catch Pokemon. I want to battle Pokemon trainers, and that's it. Yeah. I. Yeah, I'm not, I was going to say something. I'm, I'm just going to wait on this. Um, go down to Vault. Call, yeah. da- call David a bitch. If you, yeah. If you do go to Vault, be sure to call David Request a bitch. Request David by name. And when he comes to you, call him a bitch. Yep. You uh, should do that. He he gets nervous about calling in to us, I think. So call him a bitch. Yeah, call him a bitch. And then buy a Pokemon everyone. And then buy it. Yeah, don't go into Vault if you ain't going to buy shit. Yeah. Period. Vault, uh, no, they, got, got, they got a pretty wide selection. Uh, yeah, I, I usually end up coming out with a little something every time I go, and I always want to spend more than I should, but... It happens. It, yeah, I mean, that's, a lot of shit. That's the thing of video games. And you never know what they're going to have every day. No, they cycle shit in pretty regularly. Yeah. They got Atari 2600 all the way up to PS4, Xbox One, and everything in between. And you know, we don't mention this often, but Vault Games is in Coleman, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Um... This is our good Don't local, mom, local mom and pop store. They also have a vape store, if that's yeah, what you vapes. like doing. Check that out. I'm into, um, a, I'm into a gape store. Do they have that? I don't think that they do. No. I'm pretty sure Coleman doesn't We have some German yet. listeners. They might be able to hook you up with one. Yeah. One of the best in the world. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go on down the vault. Check them out. See what all they got. They'll be happy you did. Tell them the good old gamer sent you there if you're relevant to North Alabama and want to check them out. Yep. But anywho, now on to my new segment. Um, it's not completely replacing Arcade Arcana, but I figured uh, with our topic being Neo Geo tonight that I probably didn't want to talk about a possible Neo Geo arcade game. So we're going to do What's in Your Hands? You it's, want to guess what's in my hands? I don't, actually. I can smell it from here. <laughs> but uh, it's a new a new segment I'm doing where pretty much um, I'm wanting to cover, you know, you tuned in last week, you know, I'm wanting to do a handheld game pretty much because we don't really get the chance to talk about handheld stuff a whole shit ton. So the game I've been playing this week is actually 
really badass, and it's a very cheap game. You can probably find a copy at Vault. That's where mine come from for like five bucks. It's called The Legendary Starfy. It's an actual Nintendo game made and published by Nintendo. Um, it's developed by Tos, I think. I think that's how you pronounce it. They they did the Game & Watch series. Um, and it's published by Nintendo. Um, pretty much uh, the game I have is... It's, a, it's for Nintendo DS. Original DS. And it's uh, a very... He plays a starfish. And uh, it's pretty much... Um, it's a mixture... Now, what was the name again? The Legendary Starfy. Okay. It seems like I remember that Starfy game on uh, on Nintendo. That there's um, in Japan, there's like a whole series, but the only one we got here, I'm assuming, is the Legendary Starfy, which is is the fifth game in the series, actually, from what I gather. But um, you play as Starfy, the starfish, and it's an odd mixture of uh, Mario and Kirby, kinda. You're sleeping in bed. And this rabbit that's wearing an astronaut suit named Bunsen, like, falls through the roof of your house and wakes you up. Well, he's confused and doesn't know what the fuck's going on and just knows that there's people on him trying to, you know, like... Make habits too? Yeah. Catch him and do him in. And um, he doesn't remember anything. And slowly as the game progresses, you know, little bit by little bit, everything comes back to him. And there for a while, even, when Starfy and his friend, the clam, uh, Mo is the name of the clam. Is he a bearded clam? No. Oh. He's uh, just a very disgruntled yellow clam. But pretty much y'all save uh, Bunsen from these people that's trying to kill him. And he thinks you're the bad guy because he's so confused. He's still like, oh, y'all are trying to get me too. You're the bad guys too. So there's a good while where you go through the game and you have to finally, you pretty much convince this rabbit wearing an astronaut suit, a space suit, that uh, you're not the bad guy. Um, Gameplay pretty much is Starfy can be on land or in water, but in the water you can hold down the B button and make him swim faster and more agile. And the attack button is kind of like Mario's spin maneuver on Super Mario World when you're wearing the cape. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, but you spin through the water and uh, you hit enemies and, of course, kill them. There's plants that float in the water that hide treasure and all kinds of shit like that. You can spin by them to knock the the leaves down to you know display what's hiding behind the plant. There's a it, basic platformer shit. You go through doors. Uh, there's boss battles. What kind I, of bosses? Well, I've only made it uh, two worlds in. It's it's like Mario in the fact of um, you got World 1-1, one, 1-2. One, one, it's got an overhead map, just like Super Mario World. Uh, the first boss I encountered is a giant squid. And there are certain levels where you have to swim through the level, and the squid will be on the bottom screen of the DS, sticking his tentacles up, oh, that's cool. trying to hit you. And you have to like swim between them, and when they go to hit you, you have to spin maneuver it. You know, to like knock the arms back and swim past it. Uh, you can actually combine with the rabbit. The rabbit has a special ability that you, the starfish and him can become one new being. Like, uh, does it result in some freak of nature, like the flies? <laughs> I wish, but is Jeff Goldblum involved? <laughs> no. 
you can turn into <laughs> they, they merge together and he's just like kill me <laughs> it looks like one of those things on the table in fucking alien resurrection kill me please no you can be a, a ghost a dragon a chicken or an, a seal with an ice tail. I know if I had to choose from them things, I would go chicken every time. Fuck dragons. Yeah. I like the dragon. The dragon's actually the first creature you turn into. Uh, I've been so they the, blow their wad right at the beginning? Yeah. I've been the dragon and the chicken. I have not been the ghost or the seal yet. Um, there's also a shit ton of mini games that are well shit ton. There's five. <laughs> five mini games that you can unlock. And, uh, well, five is a metric shit ton. Well, good deal. I've only unlocked two of them, though. And out of the two I've unlocked, there's one called... It's like Dumpling Maker or something. And you just make fucking Chinese dumplings using the stylus. So this is... Kind of like, like a Cooking Mama kind of mini hey, game. I like a, some, I like some Cooking Mama. I, like, I love some Cooking Mama. That's some good stuff. I can make the fuck out some dumplings on this game, let me tell you. I made like 36 the other day. And they're like, wow, you're really special. Why don't you make some dumplings in real life shit, son? Well, I might have to here in a little bit. I did eat some Mickey D's earlier. <laughs> make some old porcelain dumplings. But, um... It, it's it's a good game to check out. It's got all the charm of, like, your typical Nintendo platformer. It's cute. It's fun to play. It's got a bunch of hidden shit to unlock. There's a bunch of secret levels. Side paths. Like I said, I'm like... I'm, I've been playing for a week now, and I'm to world two four i think and it just i think there's five to six worlds so there's quite a bit of gameplay left ahead but really good really cheap like you can get it for five bucks all day every day so i just want to say that should be something in your hands i just want to say uh between the clam and the starfish and the dragon and what else you say rabbit it totally sounds like food all food to me dumplings like because i can i can eat some clam i can eat some starfish if you know what i'm talking about and that chocolate starfish damn right drink some hot dog flavored water too well there limp biscuit calm down we're never gonna make a limp biscuit reference on this fucking podcast ever again wait a chainsaw shut up what a chainsaw what? Cut your ass, wrong. Stop! God damn it! But uh, check out Legendary Starfy. It's it's pretty good. It sounds pretty cool. Um, you, like I said, you can get it really cheap. Uh, if you emulate, I'm sure you can find it. You can probably find the rest of the series on emulation, which I've only played the one I'm talking about. So, oh, what a loser! That's what should be in your hands. Not what's actually in your hands. Oh, it's my penis. You fucks. Yeah, my penis. Or his penis is in my hands. I'm glad nobody can get the visual I'm getting right now. <laughs> They'll hear it soon enough. Not like a fat man stroking off a skinny guy. Heck yeah. Mm. Degradation. Cushion for the pushing, son. Well, <laughs> we're gonna get our own topic tonight. We do need. Well, do we want to get on topic or? Is that what we're going to do? Yeah. Okay. The way we've always done it. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about our topic then. I'm glad Josh is here with us. Yeah. Because I'm seriously limited. And I am almost completely unexperienced in the subject. Okay. 
We're let's, talking Neo Geo. Let's by the uh, way. let's start out by saying uh, somebody called me a uh, pony boy. I believe is what the phrase was used. Dude, okay, okay. <laughs> let's let's just let's just get this straight, right? Fucking. Let's now. clear the air. In my defense, I was intoxicated, and I didn't. The pony boy reference was intended for somebody else, <laughs> a literal guy that looks that, like a literal pony boy. I, I do I do know who it was intended, and to. Uh, I got really mixed up. I have to apologize. You have to like blame my alcoholism. You cannot blame me. <laughs> oh no, I would I would only blame that alcohol gut you I have sitting in front of you. Well, I didn't mean to call you a fucking pony as boy. you reach for my fireball. Yeah, we'll put this fireball. <laughs> Down my throat. Okay, so I'm. Just, You're not the pony boy. There is another. Just uh. So just, just uh. Just to clear the air, I I am not an expert in this uh particular field. I you just, are compared to us. Well, comparatively, yeah. Like that's like saying uh I I know more about uh a certain big blue box department store than y'all do because that's where I work for. Yeah. Uh, I know more about Photoshop than probably both of you. So it's 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 relative, but uh, I do have uh, what I like to call uh, listomania. Yeah, this, this is something we actually need to need to address when you know all great guests on talk shows and such usually have their their shtick about them. I guess so. Every time I would call it a shtick, yeah. Every time Josh comes on to be with us from here on out he's gonna stick it to us he's gonna stick it to us and have you make a, it sound so dirty a semi-regular or semi well is it clean regular I mean, no it never no, is no it isn't it smells uh Pudge it, it. <laughs> 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 stings <laughs> the nostrils i got a chill from that one <laughs> pungent um we're gonna we're gonna let josh do a a list of mania Listomania, brother. It's like a top ten of <laughs> listomania is for all you list fanatics out it, there. It's, it's a top ten that technically, usually, it won't be ten because I like to add stuff and subtract stuff. So uh, let's uh let's before talk before okay. we get onto this list, let's just let's give the people a a brief kind of like a brief history of what the what Neo Geo okay, actually is. we can do that. Because so, there's a lot of confusion in the Neo Geo shit that you can get. All right. Oh, yeah. So uh, the Neo Geo originally launched on a... In fact, tomorrow would be the date that it launched on a October 31st. October. October? What the fuck? <laughs> Talk about me being a drunk. What month are you fucking in? I actually am drunk. Um, a January 31st, uh, 1990... That's also mine and my wife's anniversary. Nice. Uh, but were you in Osaka, Japan in 1990? Yes. Well, Brandon Brandon that's where we met playing Neo Geo. Then Brandon you, gave money to the Kickstarter for Neo Geo, and he did. owned that. F- SNK stands for Brandon Gentry. Wow. <laughs> that is the strangest abbreviation I've ever heard. It, it's from it's Japan. An, it's an anagram. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was launched in uh, January 31st of, uh, of 1990. Uh in, in Os- America. No, in Osaka, Japan. Um, mm, this is saying it was released April 26, 1990. I didn't say it was released. I said it was announced. Okay. 
uh, it was released in in April twenty sixth of uh, nineteen ninety. That is when the uh, the home market started releasing. Uh, it was a, officially launched. Usually, it uh, it launched to. There's a thing called the uh, Neo Geo Rental Service, which was uh, launched to uh, mostly hotel chains. Uh, it was I I had an opportunity back in uh, the late two thousands to buy a Neo Geo hotel uh, a hotel set that was about um, seven hundred dollars of uh and it was it took fifty yen coins and it was it was it was amazing but uh again in uh the late nineties I didn't have a whole lot of money I wasn't very stable so uh you live and you learn the big deal with the neo geo is neo geo come out as an arcade console it was a it was an arcade console and a home console that basically was the same exact the, thing. The arcade yeah. console was the MVS, the multi video system. You were able to swap out boards on the fly in this console, making it very consumer friendly for people that didn't know jack shit about arcades. And it saved shop owners from having to buy multiple <laughs> cabinets. Indeed. Yeah, it, it saved on store place. Uh, mm. Floor space. It uh, it came with a. I believe it was a four slots one, on most MBSs, right? Yeah, uh, actually, it was a. Uh, it was one, two, four, and six slots machines. Uh, it literally was a a cartridge. I mean, it was just like your average Nintendo. It was a uh, you. If you open up an MVS system now, you look at it, and it has between two and six cartridges in it. You click you and you just clicked them down into it. It was just like any other. It's like putting RAM in a computer, almost. Exactly. It's easy. It's very simple. Um, my my holy grail is a six slot MVS. Like that is something I really really want. Uh, if anybody's got anyone, I want, totally want one. If anybody has one for sale, this I'm, man has coins. I do. I do have coins. It's a purse. A, a lot of coin. Don't question him. But uh. uh Let's see. Uh, the MVS brought about the AES. Yeah, the the AES was the uh, advanced entertainment system, which was the home market, a home console. And do y'all, I mean, I mean, y'all know Neo Geo, the home console, didn't catch a foothold. No, at all, it did not, because it launched with a six hundred and forty nine dollar price tag, which adjusted for inflation is about eleven hundred dollars right now. And I am gonna do my best to get my hands on one for game first. Well, uh, I might do my best to break into your house and like mace you and just be like, I'm not law. <laughs> I, I have a my very first game on Listomania would be one that uh, if you happen to find you uh, you can make some bank on. But uh, just about all by the disclaimer, uh, all cartridges that you know work in the AES or you can still look at paying between a hundred to two hundred dollars. Per fucking game, they for are this thing. It is prohibitively expensive. The the Neo Geo, long story short, for a collector's point of view, for retro consoles, is the fucking Rolls Royce. It's what we of call a consoles. Cult. It's what we call a cult following. It's uh, very expensive to collect for. <laughs> now, luckily, I uh, I actually own 147 of the 148 ROMs that were originally uh, originally released for the Neo Geo. Uh, it was also the longest produ- uh, produced for system uh, at 14 years. That has uh, that is currently to date. 
there was a game that came out in 2004, and that was technically 14 years after it was released. So it has the longest longevity. I guess that would be what you yeah. call it. But uh, longest uh, uh, shelf life, maybe uh, production run. Production is run. Yeah. what it's called. But uh, yeah, the games are prohibitively expensive. Uh, luckily, I own them all on a main cabinet, which is uh, yeah. As as he fondles, as Lyle fondles his main cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one I don't have is a mahjong game, and it really isn't worth. <laughs> Who gives it? a fuck about mahjong in all, America? All ladies. I, I like oh, mahjong. America. Yeah. I actually like some of the mahjong games that I have on my main cabinet, as long as uh. It's not you got them titty mahjong games. Yeah, I do. I do. I do have quite a few of those titty mahjong games. And uh, as long as you know how to play mahjong, uh, then technically I don't. Mahjong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a difference between mahjong. Everybody knows how to play that. There's a difference between mahjong and Shanghai, and it is totally different. Shanghai is basically a match game. Mahjong is actually like a card game. Uh, Shanghai is what most of the games uh, that come on MAME, and they're actually, they can work. But uh, Shanghai is, total, or is totally different from Mahjong. Mahjong is super hard, and I have no idea how to play it. No good. So uh, the, the Neo Geo came in uh, two or three different flavors. There was uh, the 330 Max Pro spec. Uh, that was uh, 330 megabits. And just so everybody knows, technically, they uh, most of the Neo Geos, right? They they advertise them as twenty four bit consoles, yeah, it right? It was a sixteen uh, bit processor with a eight bit coprocessor. I think it Zilek was the uh, was the secondary processor. Uh, I, I don't know right off. I'm not going to quote Wikipedia because I don't have anything in front of me that says exactly what it is. Uh, I'm just yeah. doing this. I just I remember they touted. I remember old advertisements. In a magazine, I had that it was touted as like a twenty-four bit. Yeah, and, and twenty-four bit arcade power, and it it literally what if you took a an an arcade cartridge that went into the MVS and uh, with very little modification, it was literally uh, resetting a pin with a paperclip, uh, pin P I N with a paperclip. You could pop it right directly into an AES. Um. Did did the AES it did it come with a packing game? Did it come with ma- was it Magician Lord? Yeah, uh Magician Lord and uh there was a there was a, that was the six hundred and fifty dollar version. <laughs> Came with a Magician oh, Lord <laughs> Magician Lord It better come with a fucking I ain't gonna say that on there. <laughs> a blowjob. Well yeah, yeah, it should. <laughs> Maybe uh, you should there, have like there was a, a worker slot. of S and K in the box with it. It's like I'm here for your needs. There was a slot you could insert your penis into. Good. Uh, that the, it came with Magician Lord and uh, I can't remember right off what game it was. The secondary game. There was uh, two different pack ins. There was also the silver. That was the Neo Geo Gold. The Neo Geo Silver came with one ar- and also the Neo Geo Gold came with two arcade sticks because uh, the Neo Geo never launched. With an actual controller, it came with our, an actual, actual arcade, arcade stick. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's a four-button, eight-way joystick, and uh, essentially the AES, it's a 
fucking broke down arcade cabinet. It, you it, plugged your TV. It really is. You could take a. That's hence the expensive nature of the. You could all. You deal. could take almost any arcade game uh, if you knew how to reach in, pull out the uh, the control panel. You could reach in and grab every single arcade game out of there, and with very little modification, you could actually put it to uh, directly to the Neo Geo. Um, the AES anyway. Uh, let's see. The Silver, I believe, launched at three ninety nine, and it came with one joystick and no pack in game. Um, it was a. Uh, there was the hundred megabit. Uh, excuse me, megabit. Well, you got mad Southern right there. Yes, yeah, megabit, megabits. Uh, it was uh There was the hundred megabit shock, which was a. Uh, 400 megabits because it originally launched a 330 megabit or 330 max pro spec which is the uh the 330 megabit uh system and then there was the was it 700 megabit pro that was the 716 megabit series that came out uh there was that was literally with the arcade machines a lot of the old recent fighters that came out like uh between 1998 and 2001 were 716 megabit. Uh, it used a uh, a 16 sprite. Uh, instead of doing a tile map, it did uh, sprite strips, which mean it had much more, many more colors than a lot of the uh, arcade machines at the time that came out. Basically, it was it was the prettiest. It was the nicest. It ran so smooth. Uh, one of the original games I remember playing for it was Puzzle Bobble. And uh, I love Puzzle Bobble. Puzzle Bobble Two is is absolutely amazing. Uh, I have that on my list of mania. We'll we'll get to that very very soon. I'll tell you, I wanted to say I don't want to interrupt this actual information, but I uh, absolutely loathe these uh, hopped up marketing numbers because seven hundred megabits is seventy megabytes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, <laughs> but seven hundred sounds it's way just more. A, it's impressive. a prettier fucking way of saying yeah. it. But it's not, kind of like Sega saying we have blast processing. Yeah, but back then in nineteen ninety four, you know, in that era, it was a it, it was a power, pretty powerful. Oh yeah, processor. it was. It just you know back then I wouldn't have caught it, but these days I, I know marketing terms. Neo Geo's fucking advertising campaign was very aggressive too. Like oh yeah. They straight up had an ad. I'm, and I might get flagged for this. I'm not 100. percent You will. You're I'm, flagged. Pre- I'm pretty sure they had an ad that was straight up like, "We got fucking balls. Nobody else does." Kind of like you know they they were very aggressive at being like Nintendo and Sega don't have shit on yeah. what we're giving you. Yeah, they were. Uh, they which were, they fucking shouldn't for 650 yeah. fucking dollars. Like. And and the Japanese market really was at that point like uh, when you. It, if you went to buy a, a Neo Geo, that was one of those things where only very, you know, you had to have money yeah, to have a Neo Yeah, it's a Geo. boutique console. It, it really is. Again, but... The, they had many, They there were, which, I mean, other than the AES and MVS, which is primarily what we're talking about tonight, there was a fucking Neo Geo CD, a Neo Geo Pocket. Yeah. And uh, which I have a pocket and, and they, over there. They have a sweet, I think it's pocket, a pocket to AES kit. It basically turns your pocket into an AES. Yeah. But you can't play cards. It is you put in these little bitty like SD card sized games into it. Right. Really? Yeah. And you That's get joysticks cool. and all kinds of shit. I didn't know it. that. There was a. Uh, there was also the Neo Geo X. Which was a recent release. Or maybe that's what Boo. I'm thinking. It might be the X. Yeah, the yeah, X the, is the one where you got the handheld one and you put the handheld. You can put the 
handheld console with the games preloaded onto it into like an AES uh, chassis, basically. Exactly. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, and then that's there's Neo also Geo X. There's also the Neo Geo Gold, which is uh, basically just a, a Retron Five of Neo Geo. It's uh, it comes preloaded. It's made by the same people from the Neo Geo X. I do, I do believe so, and it's a great alternative. It's, it's, I think it's like a hundred. That bucks. that's for the, you know, that would be something good for us on uh, on Game Fest actually because yeah. having the games built right in. But yeah, okay. So uh, we're gonna just, just do. Your list. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna start out with a with a, well, start out. I say I didn't want to come through here and sound like Wikipedia because because uh, I, I you do just got a page from Wikipedia printed off. Right? No, this was <laughs> this was kidding. dictated to. I, I typed like a lobotomized monkey, so uh, so I, I, I definitely dictated. Oh, I can to. I can see the grammar errors from here. There are a couple. It's okay. Uh, a real like like but, a, a simian monkey or like a primate? No, it's totally simian monkey. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a nice. lot of these a lot of these Japanese games are uh, a little bit hard to pronounce to my lovely wife who always uh, can type much faster than I can. So uh, let's go uh, with the the Listomania brother. Uh, by the way, you should be watching Botchamania because wrestling is awesome. Come on, uh, brother. I don't want to go too heavy into the Hulk Hogan because it might be racist. I was, it's definitely racist. <laughs> Hulkamania so, was just an ex- like a total excuse to exploit racism. So uh, we're going to go in uh, <laughs> in no particular order because uh, these games are all good. And I'm going to say right now I'm going to skip over uh, Samurai Showdown and King of Fighters because uh, those are those are kind of the staples of Neo Geo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all the Neo Geo fighting games are pretty good. There's, I don't think there's a bad one in them. Uh, the uh, the King of Fighters is amazing, and so is Samurai Showdown. I think that's one of the earliest memories I have, which we have for later on, is uh, playing the Samurai Showdown, uh, Samurai Showdown Two specifically, in uh, in arcades and having a whole lot of fun with it. But uh, we're going to start out with uh, Kazuna Encounter Super ta- Super Tag Battle, which is um, Super Tag Battle. It's a you tag me, I'll tag you. We'll battle. It has a great mechanic where uh, there's a specifically a tag zone. So you, if you are the and essentially the way a good way to com- to beat the computer is to uh, keep them out of their tag zone. You can only tag in and tag out in a certain zone. Mm-hmm. All right. It's uh, the game is actually a uh, a sequel to Savage Rain, which uh, is as another fighting game. It, it, uh, the character is really unique. Uh, it's 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 a great fighting game. It's single plane. A lot of the Neo Geo fighters are double plane. Yeah, uh, I like the single plane better. Me too. Um, but uh, it the interesting thing about it is the European uh, PAL carts, uh, P A L carts. Mm-hmm. Or uh, go for about twelve to fifteen thousand dollars because they only made about fifteen of them. No Holy shit! Yeah, uh, it's uh, one of the eight to nine rarest games on the planet. Um, the last time one came up for bid, I think it went for fourteen thousand um, dollars. The other one, I think, and it's kind of bottom of the list because it is a good game. I have it again on a main machine, so uh, I can play it. But uh, the original European PAL carts were very expensive and again 15 were made so uh they're known to exist anyway 
the I think the 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 one directly underneath that is Ultimate Eleven, which is another. Uh, it's a soccer game for the European PAL carts, which is for the Neo Geo uh, in the European market, mm-hmm. and I think it goes for around eight to ten thousand dollars. That's the only fucking sports game you will ever see sell for that much, other than like World Stadium events. Yeah, probably. and World Stadium events is, is up there. You know, like this is bottom of the list of really rare games. You know, they they found more copies of of those games that they have the actual European and it's specifically the European PAL carts for the Neo Geo. Man, I wish NHL 94 went for that cause I have it. And that's such a good, <laughs> that's such a good game too. What NHL 94? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed, oh, yeah. It is. It's, it's an awesome game. It's the best hockey game ever made. Uh, period. It, the, the, the Kazuna counter has a, uh, real bout art of fighting system. Except without the uh, the dual planes, so it, it, it it's a pretty relatively simple system. All these are four button games. Most of them are you know A button, B button are light and medium punch. Uh, C and D button are uh, light and uh, light and heavy kick attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, A and B usually do something pretty cool. You can I mean you can slap out these if you know what you're doing. You can take care of like button mashers, but. Uh, and I'm definitely, for some of these games, I am a button masher. But uh, I think I am at all fighting games. Yeah, uh, Street Fighter Alpha Three is the bane of my existence because I cannot do anything worth a shit on that game. I remember which one to play you in next time. Uh, well, another fighting game is uh, the Shingokitsu Ichuzu Token. Which uh, translated is a uh, part of the Power Instinct uh, series. Uh, it's called Matra Melee, which is uh, it's one of the games that uh, out of the entire Power Instinct games uh, series of games ha- doesn't have transformations. So there are a lot of transformations. You can't get a yawning right directly into the microphone. I tried to turn my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just tired. Um, it re- what's really don't lie to us. My work today. Suck a dick. Uh, one of the cool things uh, is the game story. Um, the game story of the king of the entire Power Instinct series is lurking, looking for a uh, a hand for his daughter. Um, the name of the country is called Certain Country. Certain Country? Certain Country. A hand for his daughter, like an actual hand? No, no, the like the hand for the princess. Uh, okay, I was, I was thinking like a hand, like in the finger banging position. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like yeah. bang. Yeah, that uh, will feel what it is to be a woman tonight. If you uh, if you happen to play a woman character, the uh, it changes to a man. So I mean, if you, as long as you're swinging that way, that's, okay, yeah. that's fine. I definitely I mean, swing that way. I like a, I, I like a finger when I'm jerking off. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I promised my wife the minivan for our anniversary. <laughs> One in the front and four in the rear. <laughs> That's a fucking new one on me. I don't know what cracked up more. Me just thinking about the minivan or me looking at Lyle while he pushes the microphone away and laughs. Dude, I couldn't help it. Like, that's not a minivan you want to park anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucking golden. So, uh, 
That should be the name of this episode. <laughs> the minivan? Help help Buffalo Bill fucking move his Neo Geo in the back of his minivan. <laughs> God, you made you drill my beer. Oh, shit. So, uh, so one of the u- more unique characters, and uh, I believe anybody who, uh, who knows anything about The Simpsons, um, the character is called Poochie. It's an anthropomorphic dog. And uh, like Santa's little helper, more like Poochie from the actual Simpsons, except with a six pack and pecs. It's uh, it's really interesting. Uh, Sounds very Japanese. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty Japanese. Uh, there's also a bloodline. You can in the middle of a match, you can uh, have a a bloodline uh, feud, which uh, it's like a feud in like it's a fight inside of a fight. It's it's pretty cool. That uh, you can just—that's an interesting mechanic. In in certain parts of the game, you can just like say as if there's a part of the uh, the super meter that is on the bottom. If both characters are in it, you can challenge each other to a bloodline feud, which uh, I think it's like mostly EX moves. Uh, for anybody who knows fighting games, it's it's really really great as far as uh, the fighting game. It's it's really complex and. Uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the next game I have on uh, the list of mania is Money Idol Exchanger or Money Puzzle Exchanger in the in the states. This was released in the United States. Uh, it's a stacking game similar to uh, Magical Drop, but uh, oh god, Magical Drop games. Re- Magical Drop is really fun. If but you have to be quick about it. You have to know what you're doing. You have to always hit that last drop like a. S- s- Split second, yeah. Before what you would normally think you would hit it, you right? Know what I mean, like, yeah. And uh, money, money puzzle exchanger is really cool because uh, instead of the bubbles, you have coins like uh, yen in the Japanese version and European and U.S. versions. They just use generic coins like one, five, fifty, one hundred, two hundred, five hundred. Uh, in the actual money puzzle exchanger for the Japanese market, they use the yen coins. So uh, if you you know if you know what a yen coin looks like, you you know pull down and stack, and you know it's a it's a puzzle game where it's a puzzle puzzle fighter game. So you've got a second player that you're fighting against, and you have to make combos to actually go through and and uh, and beat uh, the other characters. Um, <laughs> a lot of the character names are really funny. I have them written down here. Uh, uh, there's a all of these are women. Given. Uh, ex- uh, the character names include uh, Exchanger, Debt Miser, Every Worker, Cherry Biter, <laughs> LD Labor, Might Dealer, Cokery, and Macker. A lot of Macker and Cherry Biter. Yeah. Um, it, uh, the game also has uh, a lot of the Neo Geo tropes, is uh, a lot of English. So I have a couple quotes written down here. Uh, let's see. Uh, one of the quotes is "Let's fight to computer!" exclamation <laughs> point. And uh, the second one would be uh, "You put the same kind of items. That's okay!" exclamation point. Uh, English is great. Oh yeah, yeah. I work with a lot of foreign machines at work, and there's English on the back of them, like Barrett's Bar. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, yeah <laughs> it's I, written like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got, pl- I've got plenty more. I've got nice. two, two pages here that I'm that I'm reading off of uh, just to have a uh, some points to read off of. Uh, the next game is Neo Drift Out, which is a 
uh, isometric view racer. Um, it's the sense of speed on this game. Is it Neo Drift Out New Technology? Yes. Okay, I've I've got that, but I don't think I've played it. It's it's really good. The sense of speed is amazing. Like, uh, you can play it with it. You know, you know, none of these games you have to actually have a uh, a steering wheel with. You can do it with an eight way controller, yeah. just like all the Neo Geo games. And the sense of speed is like ludicrous. It has a such a good sense of speed where, um, like Super Hang On mm-hmm. and uh, what's a, what's another good like racing game with a wheel? Uh, what was that? Outrun? Yeah, Outrun. Yeah, a lot of the wheel racing games that you think of, you know, they have really good sense of speed. But you have the wheel there to counterbalance that sense of speed. This is an eight way controller, and it feels really, really good. It's really tight for uh for for a racing game and uh, it's a rally cross game uh there's three games which one of them is my absolute favorite uh car uh the mitsubishi lancer the subaru impreza which is my favorite one of my absolute favorite cars and the uh the toyota celica which is as i see now is misspelled on my paper because my wife has nothing has no idea about anything about cars like me uh yeah, I'm pretty out. The of Tom Selica. Yeah, uh, not quite. well. Tom Selica goes pretty fast. The only car with a mustache it will beat your ass. It will. It it will beat your ass. Uh, I know this game. Uh, me and Lyle, we've had several battles at. Um, oh, Neo, I've been waiting on this one. Uh, Neo Turf Masters. Neo Turf Masters is so fucking I'm good. What is this? It's oh, a golf game. It's a golf game. It's, okay. It is I the, think I saw. I'll play it. Yeah. There's been many drunken nights of me and Lyle playing Neo Turf Masters. That may actually happen tonight after this episode. Oh, son, I will smoke you. I don't know if you will. Uh, it is uh, the first of two titles by the publisher or uh, developer Nazca, which they also did Neo Drift, right? Uh, the, the first of two. The first one being Metal Slug. Uh, the to me. Metal Slug is the pinnacle Neo Geo game. That's a great game. Like because, oh well, not pinnacle. I won't say pinnacle. That that's one of the that's like the most well known. Yeah, Neo Geo game. Other than like Metal Slug, Fatal Fury, Art of Fighting, King of Fighters, uh, Samurai Showdown. Samurai, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's the big ones, and I didn't include any of those on there. Not saying that they're not good. They're just uh, you need to branch out to the things though that you haven't heard from. Well, and I like Metal heard Slug. Of. You know, don't get me wrong, I like Metal Slug, but they're not the top thirteen. And uh, you know, to me, I, I like a lot of uh, fighting games. And we'll get down to the next one, which is uh, Guru Mark of the Wolves. Not a clue. Uh, it is. Um, it is basically uh, an SNK fighter. Terry Bogard, Rock Howard, Joe Higashi, you know, they're in there. Uh, but it's a single plane instead of a dual plane like uh, like Fatal Fury. Uh, Fatal Fury, again, I like the single plane fighters more than the dual plane fighters. Uh, there's a couple dual plane, plane fighters that I like, but uh, Guru, Mark of the Wolves, it's also um, a very expensive game. Uh, the original board cost uh, upward of $200. Uh, and the original boards are really, really hard to find now. 
I know uh, you could find them a couple years ago in Akihabara, but that's pretty much it. And uh, I think they had one that was the crowning jewel of the um, Neo Geo throne that was in Super Potato uh, in Tokyo. So, uh, so yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, they introduced the the top. Uh, it's called the uh, the the top selection, which is uh, there's a there's a point in your life meter that has a certain section that you can make basically EX moves from Street Fighter, which is do you do more damage and you gain life off of them. But and you get to choose where your top meter is. So uh, say if you want to do. Uh, playing against uh, another character and you want your top meter to be towards the front, you would automatically start out in top meter. But then after you get below a certain life meter point, you didn't have that anymore and you couldn't do as much damage. I know uh, Terry Bogard for the, uh, for, the comp- for the AI started out with their top meter towards the very back. So you get them really close to being dead and then all of a sudden they make a huge comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh it also introduced uh, the Just Defense system, which ended up into Capcom SNK games. It was like the parry. So uh, if uh, if you press block directly uh, as a hit is actually uh, making contact, you gained life and you parried that move, and you could actually reverse moves into it. It's a lot of it's fighting game kind of jargon, but uh, it adds it adds a little bit more of a tact. Yeah, so fighting. you de- you definitely had to you know pay attention to frames. Uh, that was one of the games that started making me actually pay attention to frames. That's something that I don't have the time or patience for in fighting games to get really good at. Is you got to know your frames yeah. if you want to compete. Yeah, and I, I just figure out which devotion. animation for fucking yeah. What know your, all your frames and your super armor frames, things like that. In a lot of games, I, I ain't got the time and patience I, for that I, shit. To be honest with you, I, I can't say that I'm as good about it anyway. And you know, like I'm I'm not as good to compete. I can hold my own every now and then if I'm lubed up enough. Uh you know, a little social lube will go a long way as far as hitting that back button just at the right time. Um the, right now social lube. I'm always I, lubed up before I go for the back button. Yep. Uh you gotta be or you get bitched at on my sheet here, uh, I believe it says uh I personally play as Kushnod Butt, which is a a black uh, karate fighter. His uh, again Kushnod Butt, because the name Butt is funny, and that's the only reason I play him. And Very nice. <laughs> I like your strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next game I have here is uh, Puzzle Bobble and Puzzle Bobble Two. I put those together. Because Puzzle Bobble is amazing. Uh, Puzzle Bobble is pretty. It's pretty fun. Uh, in fact, I have here directly quoted: "It's Puzzle Bobble. It's with the one of the best games in the world." And so, so maybe you can clarify this for me real quick. Puzzle Bobble is a continuation of Bubble Bobble, right? Yes. So did S and K do Bubble Bobble? Yes. Or was they did? Yes. Did Tato develop it? Uh, and they published it. Tato, um, a t- Tato, Tato, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they potato. <laughs> they published it. Tato, Tato. <laughs> uh, Precisely. Eventually, SNK kind of let that let, let that property go. Okay. So it was one of those things where Tato had uh, had developed it for a while, and then SNK had published it, and then it switched roles, 
because Taito had gotten a little bit bigger into the publishing world, and then eventually they let that go. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, I'm going to skip this one because I want to come to the, to the very end. Uh, Super Dodgeball, which is the sequel to the original Super Dodgeball. Uh, it only had a, it had anime characters called Kunikun, and I don't know a whole lot about it. I just know Super Dodgeball is awesome. And uh, the it says here the power shots were performed by uh, inputting fighting style combos. So uh, I'm guessing down, diagonal, forward, and uh, an A button definitely did something. Uh, probably uh, a Z motion and an A button did something as well. Um, I like Super Dodgeball. Uh, there's I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's it's Super Dodgeball is such a good game. Uh, the next one I have here is Twinkle Star Sprites, which uh, me and Lyle have played a lot of Super Puzzle Fighter. Indeed. And uh, Lyle has gotten smoked quite a few times. Don't uh, lie to the people, though. Let it be known that I've smoked your ass a few times, you, too. You have, you have smoked so, my ass. Uh, but, uh, and he also beat him in a video game. Well. Brandon, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, Twinkle, now, okay, Lyle, you know how Puzzle, <laughs> you know how Super Puzzle Fighter X works, right? Indeed. Now imagine Dodon Pachi. Mm. Yeah. Now combine those two. So this is like, it's a shooter? It's Pop? a shooter, a competitive shooter, two players, and also has a Tetris style gameplay in it. That sounds crazy as shit. It's Awesome. And what's the name of this? Twinkle Star Sprites. It I'm just wondering if I have this. Uh, it's a. I'm gonna write it. Make a note of it. Is, is like uh, schizophrenia a prerequisite to being good at this game? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't hurt. Let me tell you. Uh, it's the developer ADK, which is uh one of the uh, the main producer or publishers for um for the Neo Geo. It was their very last platform. Uh, it's also full of English. There is, a, I, I don't have any quotes here, but let me just tell you, it is, uh, it's nuts. It, it sounds crazy as shit. Like my mind just kind of got whole, blown trying the whole to find concept all that is English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, imagine, like I said, like Dodon Pachi, which is a uh, uh, shooter, yeah, like it's, it's bullet a shooter, hell, bullet hell shooter with puzzle fighters. So you're fighting against each other, two players. And you're also, uh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, you've got a meter to fill to kill the other person. And it's best two out of three matches. It's it's awesome. That sounds cool as shit. Uh, the next one I have is Waku Waku 7. We, me, and I played, but me and I have played this pretty extensively. Um, Very cartoony fighter, 2D fighter. I want to uh, just read the plot of the game. Uh the person who collects all seven of the legendary Winnison balls will have the dearest wish granted. Uh, it's a fighting game with all the Dragon Ball Z tropes, but none of the power-up bullshit episodes. None of the Super Saiyan shit. Yeah. Um, it has, I'm so platinum blonde now. It has uh, uh, nine original characters. Uh, Dandy J is one of my favorite ones. It's a parody of Indiana Jones. And uh, Joseph Josar from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, if anybody knows anything about anime. Well, that's a standy. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Uh, then there's uh, 
the girl, uh, one of the other characters I play is a uh, Maruru. It's a a parody of Totoro, and um, it's near exactly near an exact uh, copy of the Darkstalkers Sasquatch character. Every single move. Oh, from, Darkstalkers! Yeah, Darkstalkers. Mm. Like every single Sasquatch move is the exact same one. So if you know Darkstalkers, you know Maruru, and you can you can put somebody down pretty quick with it. Uh, then there's also Bonus Coon. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus Coon shows up after uh, in the in the story mode shows up after four fights. He is a uh, anthropomorphic punching bag who technically has every single move that Ryu does and taunts you as Ryu from Street Fighter. Uh, it's, a, it's a complete direct lampoon of Ryu. Nice. Shoryuken! Yeah, he, ha- he has a Shoryuken, he has a Hadouken, he has a ship depth Hadouken! Yeah, he has everything, and he's a punching bag. Instead of a hurricane kick, as he's a, like, tsunami kick! As a small aside, have you ever tried to Hadouken a fart? Uh, yeah, oh, of course. It works. Of course it, it works. Does. You, reach, you fart, you reach behind your ass, and then you Hadouken it. And it fucking works, dude. You know who's really... Have you done that to your wife? Not yet. You know who's uh, notorious about that? A uh, one Mr. Adam Calloway, who I does believe does the... Uh, the Adam Calloway, uh, for the listeners, Adam Calloway is our resident musician who has written some of the beautiful pieces that that you'll probably hear tonight actually uh yeah i've heard adam calloway uh, he's been on with us before too i've heard adam calloway with hadouk and a girl before uh and i don't think it was the same thing we're talking about though (laughs) (laughs) i know i think i've heard this story too this is a completely different ball game no no i've heard him uh hadouk and a girl before with a fart and uh, it's it's quite hilarious when she's like, "What? Oh God! Oh, I can taste that one." <laughs> okay, uh, the next one I have here is Windjammers. Windjammers is a terrible cable company for all of you. <laughs> no, not that Windjammer. God, I hated them so much. I'm glad they're at least dead in Alabama. Uh, this part of Alabama. I, I would I would read read directly from the paper I have here in front of me. It is a Data East game. Essentially Pong, but awesome. Uh, did I mention it was awesome? Uh, it is totally awesome. It is Pong, but... Way more awesome. Way more awesome. Uh, it's it's a great game. Uh, imagine Pong and soccer and uh, a lot of gym games that they that is on the Neo Geo. Uh, for is It's pretty good. Uh, it was the only game delisted off the Japanese Virtual Console uh, on December 24, 2013. I was just about had my dog off my nachos. I'm sorry. That was... No, get him my pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, get him in a dildo. But uh, it has it's been the only Neo, Jam, Neo Geo game that has ever been delisted off the Virtual Console. Because there was so much interest in making a new uh, Windjammers. Huh. Uh, that it, it could be, as long as Data East will release the rights to it, it might be remade into a Windjammers 2. Is Data East even a company still? Or? No, not anymore. Or but they, they, certain uh, certain entities own the rights yeah. to it. And uh, they're, the, they're trying, like a, a 
group of uh, homebrew guys are really trying to get the the rights to it. It came became really popular on uh, Giant Bomb because they played a lot of Windjammers, and uh, Windjammers is awesome. Like I believe, Law, me and you have played it before on your Mame. Have we? Yeah, I think so. But uh, I'm making a note of it so I can play it again. It's it's so good. Uh, there's a lot of different um, Pong style games that are good on the Neo Geo. Uh, bang bead and uh, wait a minute, bang bead, bang bead, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to sounds think of like it. a toy. Uh, there's another one that I can't think right off the head. Of. I know bang bead's one of the better ones. Uh, what is the other one called? Uh, Powerball, I think, but I'm not sure. I can't remember right off. Uh, it's I like bang bead better. Uh, Windjammers is the pinnacle. Bang bead is number two. Uh, and then we get to uh, Blazing Star, which is a, a sequel to the game called Polestar, which is really good, too. Uh, it's a close cousin to the R-Type Gradius franchise. I, I like Blazing Star very much. Yeah. Um, it makes extensive use of the, uh, the 3D pre-rendered sprites. Uh, it has a lot of anime and CG cutscenes. And it's also... Uh, a source of all the popular expression fail hmm. where um, there the full game over message is, and I have this in quotes, you fail it. Your skill is not enough. See you next time. Bye bye. Uh, it has a lot of uh, you fail kind of English in it. Yeah. Like meaning where they actually mean to say like, you fail it or yeah, like they're, uh, you know, yeah, you, game over. They just mean you fail, and that's a that's a, a lot of the internet expression came from that. Uh, let's see if I have anything. Oh, and the lucky panels. Uh, if you can imagine Tony Hawk having the skate, uh, the uh, the the skate letters, there are lucky panels in this uh, in this shooter, and you can pick them up, and that gives you a, a bonus to your uh, your uh, power ups. It's it works really really well. Um, it's a it's a great game. It's just a really really good uh, side scrolling shooter. And last but not least, uh, I believe Lyle made a a comment a couple podcasts ago about the pinnacle of fighting games. And you were cor- quick to correct me because apparently, lo and behold, I was drunk and I fucked it up. Uh, the pinnacle of fighting games. Is SNK versus Capcom Chaos Super Plus? Uh, it is. Uh, it features characters from SNK and Capcom. Uh, a lot, a lot from SNK, a lot from Capcom. Um, it includes King of Fighters, Samurai Showdown, Street Fighter, and Dark Stalkers uh, characters. Dark Stalkers. That's, that's the alcohol is starting to work on you too. Yeah, it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has some of the best fighting games uh, boss characters, uh, including uh, Geese Howard from uh, King of Fighters, uh, Mars People from Metal Slug Two, uh, Serious Mister Karate from Art of Fighting, uh, Dan Habiki and Violent Ken. Uh, Dan Habiki being from Street Fighter Alpha 2, which he is super easy to beat. He's in mid-boss. Um, and then Violent Ken, which is one of the toughest Kens to ever make an appearance in Street Fighter up until Street Fighter 4. And uh, Shinakuma, which is the bane of my 
fucking existence. You can take Akuma from the other games and make him a thousand times more badass. And, and Shin- that's still not what you're fucking dealing with in this Shin- game. Akuma is one of the cheapest fucking asshole characters of the entire fighting game universe. It's pretty much that fucking player that Hurricane kicks the shit out of you 15 times in one match. And then hits a Raging Dragon three times. And you're like, how did that just do a 75% damage? And I've moved for approximately four and a half seconds. It like he can hit a raging like a raging demon in the first two seconds of a match because in his entire bar just immediately starts filling, and uh, to get the raging dragon you have to hit uh, bar one, and it's like it's like watching a fucking salty bat match. It's so ridiculous. It is uh no thank you. It is it's terrible. It's awful, and it's the best fucking game ever. Like that is I believe. The pinnacle of fighting games uh, in the arcade era. Uh, I don't count Street Fighter Four in the arcade area or arcade era because uh, they did make a Street Fighter Four arcade game, but uh, there's like ten of them. <laughs> yeah, in the U.S., uh, a lot of Korea and Japan, like uh, the Capcom, uh, the Capcom arcades in Japan got. Uh, I mean, every one of them got like five to eight uh, yeah. arcade games. Uh, Korea got a lot of them, which is where they did a lot of the test markets for uh, the Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, which had uh, Evil Ryu, uh, Shinakuma, and Oni in it. Uh, again, like in the arcade area, that I think that is the best arcade game ever to make an appearance. Nice. And, uh, and I think I've talked enough. I, that's... That's all I got on on the Neo Geo. It's it's. Well, awesome. I'm glad he covered it because I couldn't. <laughs> the one the one game I did want to throw in um, for from some of my Neo Geo experience, uh, Neo Turf Masters was a big one for me. I really liked the King of Fighter or King of Fighters, uh, King of Monsters. Yeah. Series. Oh yeah. I played that. I, like that I, I played the King of Monsters games, and I know Brandon. You like the King of Monsters. Brandon's games. a kaiju man. Yes, yeah, so. I, and I like big kaiju games, but uh, the controls to me seemed a little loose. Well, from a technical standpoint, I admit it's not an amazing game. I just liked it because it's big ass monsters yeah. punching each other. Yeah, and I, one of my favorite details of the King of Monsters games is the fact that like. You know the plane you're standing on is a fucking city. Yeah, yeah. So when you knock somebody over, you're t- you're leveling skyscrapers and buildings, and just you know that was a big deal to me. It's it's really cool. Um, I I did I did play right before uh, I came over. I played King of Monsters because I wanted to give it a second chance to see if if it would make the top the the list, and I would have added it. But this is a personal list. Uh, I, I like this game, King of Monsters. It's not a bad game by any means. I think there's only three bad games on the Neo Geo. Uh, one of them is Cross Swords, which is terrible. Sounds like uh, something you do when you're drunk in college with another guy. It's a it's a first person. Never RPG. done it. It's a first person RPG no game. No people have done it. I have a friend. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. Uh, yeah, Cross Swords is is not a not a good game. Uh, neither is a there's a quiz game. I want to say it's like uh, Quiz Majo or something like that, but uh, it's all in Japanese. That's the only reason I don't like it. Prehistoric Owls is a good Neo Geo game to me. Like it's um, uh, horizontal 
shooter, mm-hmm. and you pretty much some uh, somebody opens a fucking time gate, and you're flying your fucking 1939 almost Wright Brothers airplane, and you get transported into dinosaur days, and it you you shoot dinosaurs and cavemen. And it's fucking hilarious because when you shoot the the dinosaurs, they go Wah! and explode into flames. And when you shoot the caveman, they go Wah! and just burn up like from the inside out. They spontaneously combust. Why don't these developers know about evolution? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be here. <laughs> precisely, precisely. <laughs> cavemen weren't even real. <laughs> There's another good fight or another good shooter on the Neo Geo called uh, Captain. Uh, Tomate or something like that. It's Captain a, Tomato. Yeah, you're basically Captain Tomato. You're you're a tomato that instead of shooting, you actually punch. If you imagine Rayman, wait a minute, you're literally a tomato. Yes, you are literally. Fuck, I just guessed that. You are literally a tomato, and you are punching yes. evil vegetables. Are you sure you're not figuratively a tomato? No, no, you're literally a tomato. Okay, had to clear that up. Uh, I'm <laughs> Jesus, asshole. I'm but, glad. Uh, we, we did clear that up. I am an asshole. So, uh, so yeah, you are... Uh, Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. I'll show you mine if you want me to. Don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, Captain Tomato is a... Uh, is, is It's a really cool shooter. Instead of uh, guns, you have uh, your fists. And if you hold a button... Like, if you hold the A button down, you actually punch back and forth. You cycle through your both of your fists and punch. And if you imagine, like, Rayman, where there's not any connectors in between them. Uh, and you can get multiple... Captain Tomatoes, so you can have up to, I want to say three. I know at least two. I haven't made it that far into the game, but uh, you can have two Captain Tomatoes who are punching uh, vegetables. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of any other other strange games. Uh, like I said, Cross Swords is terrible. If you can imagine, like a first person uh, Dragon Slayer. Oh shit, dude! I just randomly thought about. It. There's a Neo Geo game that I want to talk about. Uh, fuck, I cannot think of the name of it. Maybe you can help me. It's like irritating stick for yeah, PlayStation. It's called uh, uh, it's your Irubu, uh Dense Irubu, Ultra Dense Irubu. Yeah, it's called the Irritating Stick. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I have this, it on my name. It's based yeah. on a Japanese game show where it's essentially like a huge game of operation. You move a small cursor circle through a fucking maze, and if you touch the sides of the maze, you blow up. How far have you made it into it? To level two. I've made it to the slot machine, and that's it. I can get past the slot machine, but... You make it to the first checkpoint, and then after that... I can get past all that. The second level starting out, there is a level, or a, a part of the level where you move... Into like the you know how the fan things rotate, yeah, yeah, circular. Well, these rotate like that, but you're in a contained box that moves on a rail the entire time, so you're having to dodge shit and move within the box. That's yeah, moving. that it's fucking impossible using that's actually, a joystick. That's actually supposed to be a a trackball game. Oh god, dude! It seems like it'd be so much harder on fucking trackball, even yeah. than a joystick. It's a, it's supposed to be a trackball game. Uh, originally, it came out for uh, a trackball uh, arcade machine in Japan, and the Neo Geo bought the rights to it and put it on an A way stick. And uh, yeah, it is a uh, the irritating maze. Uchan Nachan no Ono no Challenger Ultra. 
Dinritu Irio Bo. I don't know what the fuck Every, I just said, but it's an irritating game. It's like a Dentra Irobirobo. It's uh it's 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 tough. It's really tough. It, it it's a fun it holds its name say. It's fun, it's but a it's fun game. fucking irritating. It is really fucking irritating. I always get the woman because uh there's a man and a woman and nobody wants to see a man get shocked. Everyone wants to see a woman get electrocuted. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Who doesn't? Continu- continuing our misogyny on this podcast. Heck yeah. Isn't that why I was kicked off this podcast? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Or was it dropping the N-bomb? A lot of them the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> when but I was on it. Mine was a little bit different context. Anyways. Well, none of us, none of y'all meant it in a bad way. Just, we're not racist scum. Like I've got black friends. None, like, <laughs> none of us are voting for Donald Trump or anything. Anywho, we're not getting into that. Yep. <laughs> That's that's uh that's Neo Geo for you though. We'll have to get a little deeper into it on the second go around when me and Brandon actually play some more shit. I'm yeah. I'm thankful you're here though, Josh. Yeah. Like that definitely that helped us out. Like I said, I don't. Wistomania was a success, brother. I don't want to be a, a a pony boy, as you said. Uh, I didn't mean to call you pony boy. God damn it! <laughs> I I accepted that was the alcohol talking, but uh. But yeah, uh, I I know yeah, I know I know a lot about the uh, the Neo Geo. The I just don't want to sound like one of these uh, index finger touching my glasses and pushing uh, no, them No, you're you're cooler than the actual Pony Boy. So, I know time. I think, I think it's time to get sexy. Yeah, a little sick. Mm, yeah, you know what make you feel real good right now? Touching my balls. Get a little, get a little steamy, hot and steamy. Oh, I thought I thought we were doing something else. Nah, That's like you thought so. Yeah. That's for the bonus episode, for the boner episode. That's a special features. Hot and steamy is my segment where I'm. I've on start, a quest. I'm on a quest of epic proportions to play every game in my Steam library before I buy another game. And the bad thing is, dude, like I'm directing this for Josh because I've seen it. Brandon's Steam library is not something to be taken lightly, nor to be fucked with. I can imagine because uh, I know Steam sales are frequent it's and often goddamn ridiculous. And it's been painful because I see them going for sale. I miss, I didn't buy a single game through Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, I, I'm only gonna say, uh, you, why buy games when you got that fucking many you haven't even played? Exactly. Yet? You can do, you can do no harm in buying the witness. I've heard nothing but. Good things about it. Well, I can't buy. I want to buy Undertale really bad, but I can't. Can't do it. I've heard a lot of good things about Undertale. Yeah. Tonight's Undertaking for Hot and Steamy. It's a really good game. It's on. Uh, it's coming to PS4, but it's you know PC right now. It's Broforce. Oh yeah, Broforce. Broforce? Yeah, Broforce. I think is I've good. heard a little bit about this. Broforce is really good. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's definitely retro styled graphics. I can't. You couldn't pin it down to a certain area because it's got some that you would say is almost thirty-two bit style graphics and the overhead map. It's got the actual gameplay is more of eight bit almost, but then there's like uh, like character pictures and stuff that's more definitely sixteen bit. So it's not nice. it's not nailed down to one area. It's a good blend of the eight bit and sixteen bit generations. Yes. kind of. Um, it's like your Sega and Nintendo all in one pot. Nice. But the the basic gameplay, and I haven't played all the modes yet. I've only played single player campaign so far. 
Um, it's just a side scrolling shooter where you can destroy anything in the environment. And uh, as the name is, Bro Force, every character in this game is a a bro version of like an action movie hero. Nice. Uh, I wrote down all the ones I've unlocked so far. It was Bro Mando, uh, Bro Dale Walker. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm totally, totally down with it. Awesome. There's Bro Hard. Yeah. Uh, McBrover, um, which is MacGyver who throws dynamite, or he throws um, big giant turkeys filled with dynamite. You can't see under my under no, the table, but I'm stroking my jeans where my penis would be. There's Bro Blade. Um, there's Bro Dread. There is Snake Broskin. There's the Brominator. <laughs> snake. Dude, you had me at Snake Broskin. Indiana Brones. <laughs> yes. Brobocop. And my favorite, even though the name isn't the great, my favorite character so far was Bro in Black. He is Will Smith with the noisy cricket. And it is hard oh, fucking nice. course. Like, like one little blast yes. like annihilates so yes. much. Oh, it does that. Awesome. That is one that's of the awesome. best scenes in Men in Black where he's just like, I get the noisy cricket. What the fuck is it? That's the gun you want. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. And it, it it knocks you back. Like it knocks you back so much force you can kind of keep yourself afloat in the air by shooting it. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. That adds a whole tactical edge yeah. to it then. Yeah. Uh, so many fucking explosions and over the top gore. Just you can just sit there if you have like a minigun, like a Brominator has a minigun, it pushes himself back too. But it fires so fast that he can sit there and disintegrate a, an enemy by just just mowing into him. Nice. They said they die and they, as you just shoot their body, they just disintegrate into smaller pixels. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! But yeah, it's just, it's a side scrolling shooter slash platformer. You got to be careful not to destroy too much of the platform, or you can't get across anywhere. But you can climb up walls because all your bros have like a, a, a I guess a Bromando knife. You, d- you just stab into the wall and you can hold yourself on there briefly and kind of jump your way up. Can you throw a pipe through anybody? Not yet. I'm sure there's a character somewhere. <laughs> uh, Avery- is, there, is, there, is there a metal tunic? I don't think so. Let me ask you something real quick. Uh, what's the view of this game? It's side-scroller. Okay, nice. Um, awesome. Every bro has their own uh, special weapons, but they play about the same. Uh, the more unique ones was uh, McBrover, who throws throws dynamite. He's kind of hard to use, but his his special move was uh, he'd throw a turkey stuff with dynamite, and all the enemies would come around it. And, to feast. Yeah, and then nice. they get blown the fuck up. <laughs> uh, nice. Bro, Brominator would go full Terminator mode, like he loses skin, and you're just a super badass for a short time and that. Um... Your lives in the game are different bros, so like you're you're basically going through all these like jungle commando levels, and you'll see um, cages with people in them, and if you save them, you just blow the cage open and and get the hostage. It's a new life for you, and when you get a new life, you get a new bro. So it could be a brand new one that you that you can unlock, or it could be one of the ones you've already unlocked. But basically, uh, it kind of adds more of a strategy element to it because if you got a bro you really like to use, like I love bro and black. I don't want to pick up a new life because it'll change my bro. But at the same time, I, if I got no lives left... You're game over, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when you lose a life, you also change bros. And it's not the bro that you might have had before. So it's just kind of random. Well, that's kind of cool, though. That adds, like... You gotta be 
a little tactical in the way you play the game then, right? Yeah, yeah, especially in some levels. Like, uh, the enemies range, uh, most of them are these basic commandos wielding AK-47s, real easy to kill. Uh, but there's also, like, attack dogs, and they they move really quickly, kill you in one hit. Well, everything kills you in one hit. Um, there's also these big midi guys with mini guns. There's tanks. There's APCs. Um, all kinds of shit. And uh, I know one of the bosses was an attack helicopter. Some bros cannot deal with these enemies. Like, McBrover throwing down them out of the helicopter doesn't work too great. But, um... You know, some are just better than others in different situations. Um, so you, you do kind of have to think about what you're doing. There's, I know there's a multiplayer to this game. It looks amazing. Haven't got to it yet, though, because I wanted to play through the whole campaign. Uh, there's very little story to it. Everything's just like a one-liner, go America mission. Uh, all the checkpoints in the game are American flags. You beat, hell, hell yeah. Yes. Uh, when you beat a level, it starts playing this, like high speed metal just like sounds like the the fucking power rangers theme song just nice it's really over the top speed metal it's awesome the games is the fucking blast i think it's 15 dollars worth every fucking penny of it. yeah that's it's I, I from what i've seen of it it sounds like it's an awesome game I know um, when I we interviewed Mike Kennedy, he would mentioned this, so maybe if the uh, Coleco Chameleon becomes a thing, we might see it on there. Um, it'd be definitely one I'd like to have on that. Uh, so yeah, pick up Broforce on your PC. It's Like I said, it's like an 8-bit, 16-bit style game, so if you have a PC, chances are it'll run it. Um, nice. And it's coming to PS4 this year. They haven't announced the actual date. It's just TB- TBA's 2016. I know so. uh I just want to announce as far as like uh, coming to uh, Rocket League is coming to Xbox One. Yeah. And I'm super excited. Thank God. That's one game that me and Brandon have got to play on his PC that Rocket I League really is so fun. About. I just I hope it runs as well as it did on the PC because as long as it does. It should because I've, my buddy, uh, he's been on here, Juice. He's, uh, he can play it on his dreadfully outdated PC. So. Xbox One can do it. Yeah. Uh, so maybe even my PC was Steam on it. My- <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves now, Law. His PC is Son two sticks. A- His PC has a real processor. It doesn't have a mobile processor. It's it's two sticks rubbing each other together. One of those to- down there couldn't run it. Is that a, are those XP machines? Yes. I doubt it. Okay. I have a Windows 7 machine probably do it well we're not all part of the pc master race you motherfucker i have been known to fuck mothers in fact i married one touche yeah touche (laughs) touche (laughs) well it's time for our question of the week i suppose yeah um I hear a lot of good ramblings from Brandon about our Google Plus. Yeah, Google Plus came through for us. Those guys, I'm still getting notifications of, of answers. That's awesome. You want to you read off our Facebook answers first? You pull I do. We have a couple here. Let me. I, I can't possibly read off all of the Google Plus answers we got. So um, You're on pick I'm, from the best yeah, ones? Yes, I'm going to pick some of the best ones. There's a lot of people just naming off like one-line title games. I mean, I'm sorry, guys, but I can't go through all of them. Uh, Well, I'm trying to pull the Facebook up right now. 
Well, I'll go through uh, the question of the week was. Uh, oh yeah, I should probably. Yeah, what what game as a child? Um, yeah, what is what, your, what got you into gaming? Yeah, what what is your earliest gaming memory that drew you into being a gamer? I know uh, mine was Frogger for the twenty six hundred. I nice. loved Frogger for the twenty six hundred. Uh, I think that was the very first um, actual console that I owned. Uh, my mother's ex husband had a had a Atari twenty six hundred. And man, Frogger! I still play things like Crossy Road and Shooty Cat or whatever it is. I play it constantly. Uh, I love Frogger, and it's, it's such a simple. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a simple concept, and it's super addicting. I can't make it past the third level in Frogger. Um, well, it gets fucking hectic. It gets tough. really tough. Um, a Kicks was another one. I love Kicks. Uh, I, I guess just making squares I like Minecraft too. So making squares is always the 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 best thing that I really really enjoy. Um, what about you, Lyle? My two things that <clears throat> really got me into gaming was um uh I well I got an NES before I knew what gaming was. I guess I got a Nintendo when I was like four years old, and uh, watching my grandfather play. They bought me Ninja Turtles for NES because I was in the Ninja Turtles. Which one? The very first one. Yeah, the the, first the one. impossibly. I mean, well, they're all impossibly difficult, but the first one. Yeah. And um, that was a, a big deal for me. Um, but what really got me pumped was watching my grandfather play Zelda because he, you know, the old NES Zelda come with a map. And the map has yeah, a blank bunch space. of blank spaces on it. My grandfather meticulously went to went through, and I it sucks shit because I cannot find the map anywhere. Uh, but he went through on my map and like hand filled out and drew in the blank spaces of the map that were missing. Like he was just that knowledgeable about Zelda, you know. Watching him do that and watching my aunt play Galaga and literally watching my aunt get to like level. 130 on Galaga on NES was like what really just fucking I guess threw me into the middle of it because I was just like God y'all are so good you know that's that's how I want to be I want to get good at this that's kind of what made me fall into it what about you Brando see I've played games regularly before this but the game that really changed my taste in games was Earthbound. Before then, I played you know RPG here and there. And I will go ahead to and toot your horn a little bit. Brandon is one of the best fucking gamers I have ever witnessed. Period. Especially when it comes to RPGs. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm serious. Like, use a bad motherfucker when it comes to that shit. Earthbound is the first RPG that like this really really sucked me in. And since then, I've just I love RPGs, especially the older like JRPGs style games uh you know this open world stuff is still good but that's you know chrono trigger earthbound super mario rpg man if i had them three games to play the rest of my life i would die a happy man you know nice. they just don't get old to me nice well um a couple of our listeners answered us on our facebook uh where we you know page where we post our question uh, Lynn Green commented that uh, my earliest memory would be watching my dad play Eye of the Beholder on his oh, computer. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Old school right there. That is a tough fucking game. 
he said we used to have we used to have to get grid paper and draw out our own maps of the dungeons. Yeah. We had stacks of them. Looking back at this is well shit, I read that wrong. Looking back, that is the point of my life that drew me into gaming. That's what Lynn That's said. Awesome. Very nice. Old old school. And uh other listener, Jeffrey Allen Hargrove said mine is probably going to be watching my dad play Zelda 1 on the NES. I was blown away by it at the time, and then we got a Sega Master System, and I've been addicted ever since. Sweet. So very nice. Very nice. You wanna... yeah, I, I remember uh, having a duck, duck hunt high score contest with my sister as a kid, too. Oh, yeah. Like, on the oh, NES. I can imagine yes. playing any game with a gun against your sister. Oh, yeah. I'm um, gonna Rambo you, the fuck out of you this. You sound like you want to shoot her, it, Brandon's sister. Uh, a, no comment. With a light gun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she doesn't like me or Brandon. I'm so. pretty sure she could outshoot us both, probably. But probably she's a uh, she's up there on on rank on guns. So um, I want to read some of the Google Plus ones. Uh, Airman the First Hunter said playing uh, Crash Bandicoot with my mom as a kid. Crash Bandicoot was awesome. Oh, Crash Bandicoot so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really good. Uh, Heriberto Irizarry, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. So Mario 64 is the taller with my father, which I like a lot because I've been playing Mario Kart with my own kids. It's just a blast. Those are great games Wait, to play wh- with kids. What game? Mario Kart 64. Oh, yeah. That's a really good game. Yeah, dude. That's, that's a great entry point into the 64. Especially... It, it, one of the things I hate most about Mario Kart is one of the things that make it so great for playing it with kids is how you can get fucked over so hard. Oh, exactly. So I'm like, yeah. Somebody gets that fucking one shell. That, that just, blue shell. The blue shell. shell the yeah. Because, yeah. you know, You're I'm playing fuck. against my kids. I'm a grown man. I'm getting first place every time. But every now and then, blue shell comes and rapes me. And then one of my kids gets ahead of me. And you, they just get such a thrill out of it. You got to learn to jump right as it They're hits just like, you. like, ah, we just kicked dad's ass. Yep. I'm like, yeah, you lucky little fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's going to bed without dinner. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, I was going to say no cream pie for you, but I guess that's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> a yes. little bit. Uh, Zero says, my dad was a mechanic, and in the waiting room of his garage, there was an arcade cabinet that we were ready to play for free. I'd go to work with him and play that thing for hours. I had some similar that's experiences cool. over in uh, the Coleman Flea Market here. There's a guy who had a Goonies arcade cabinet set on free play. I'd play that thing all the time. When we that's awesome. So when I was a kid, uh, I worked at a, a gas station in South Alabama, and um, they had a pinball machine that was rigged up to play. Uh, like it was a Simpsons arcade or a Simpsons pinball. Yeah. On uh, on free play. And uh, they had it in the back. Nobody else could play it. So it was just basically me and two other guys who were uh, mechanics in the small engine shop that was right next to it. And, uh, man, I remember smoking some ass when it comes to pinball, like Simpsons pinball. Sweet. Um, Jacob Butchko says, accidentally deleting my 97% completed Lego Star Wars save on the GameCube because I didn't know how to read. That shit makes me feel oh, old, too. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> he was, oh, wait a minute. He didn't know how to read because he was a fucking child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I Jacob. Did, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I do I do believe he was a child. I, I didn't mean it like that. Like, it just... 
It just struck me. I'm like, I got wow. my frontal lobotomy when I was 18 years old. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's cool. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. I didn't. Uh, Smasher LTIMT says, playing Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest with my little sister and constantly lo- losing to the Flaming Sword boss. Oh, I remember that flaming Word sword boss. Up. That was that was terrible. That was a it was a good boss, but um, Alexander Snyder Solaris on the Atari is probably one of the last games my family bought for the Atari. It was also one, if not the uh, the most played Atari game my family ever enjoyed. Um, first game that re- it's the first game that received countless non-interrupted hours of gameplay in our house. It was even hard to get my mom to share. Good memories, thanks. So, yeah, you're welcome, Alexander. Thanks for the answer. Mine was Cubert. My mom, mom, my mother like, loved Cubert. And with the Atari 2600 uh, uh, stick, shit, oh, I got a buzz. Uh, on the Atari 2600 stick, my mother like loved Cubert. And uh, that's where I get my love of Cubert now. Uh, me and Lyle went to an arcade uh, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and played some Cubert, and I got top score on it and uh, smoked all the fools that were on there. Uh, who knows who were actually real fools and computer fools. There's somebody but, probably in Huntsville right now hearing you say that. Well, they're not hearing it yet, but when they hear you say this, they're probably going to be like, I know where to go now to kill all these people that uh, keep beating my fucking Cubert score. And I will go back and smoke you, fool. They're like, I'm going to smoke you. I got just, just a few more I'll read. Aaron H. says, jumping onto the top level in uh, World 1-2 of Super Mario Bros. on the NES, which takes you to the three warp pipes. Show me that in gaming there is no boundaries and can be a mystery and surprise and accomplishment. Indeed. Indeed. Very well spoken as well. Uh, Grimlock Shorts says, Pac-Man Racing. I had a PS2, so I didn't know any of these Mario Kart's Wizardcraft people would talk about. <laughs> That's, again, it makes me feel so old that the PS2 is his first gaming experience. <laughs> PS2's got some, it's got some years on it. It now. does, but like, I, mean, I remember where I was I, living when I got that PS2, and I'm just like, it I, doesn't seem like that long. No, though. don't. Did you stand in line for your PS2? No, I didn't. Well, uh, Brandon, did you? No, fun I story. never had a PlayStation. See, I, I I've never owned a PlayStation fun, except recently. Fun story about. PlayStation 2, on a side note, um, my mom and dad wrapped it for Christmas. I knew what the box looked like, and there was a blue little corner sticking out, and I knew it was a PlayStation 2, and Brandon thought he was getting a PlayStation 2 for Christmas and bought Grand Theft Auto 3 and did not get a PlayStation 2 for Christmas and therefore gave Grand Theft Auto 3 to me. Uh, Thank you to this day, Brandon. I stood in line for my PlayStation 2. um, Because you're a fool. Yeah, well, I'm also <laughs> old. I'm just uh, the I, I stood in line for my PS One, uh, the first Nintendo like well system I got for uh, as a gift was my Super Nintendo. Uh, I helped stand in line for my Nintendo because my mom was really into it. She thought there was going to be a Cubert on Nintendo actually. Yeah, uh, she was really she was really into the idea of uh, of video games because you know she was a single mother who worked a lot. She had to have some kind of release. Yeah, she bonded with the kids over Cubert. And I uh, do the same thing. Yeah, I mean it's a great way to to blow some steam off and spend time with my kids. Yeah, like uh, 
Yeah, uh, Super Nintendo, uh, I, I got it. Uh, that was one of the ones that was gifted to me. But for everyone, uh, every other one, I was either in line or uh, old enough. Not or, like again with an NES, I was not old enough to be remember being yeah. in line. But I was in line for it. Uh, my mom bought it at a, uh, I believe, a Toys R Us uh, when it came out. Uh, I can't say that it was directly uh, the release date of the NES, but it was when. Towards her, I said, "Hey, we're gonna have these NESs here." Uh, but yeah, I've stood in line for a lot of my video. I think 360, I didn't stand in line for, but that was about it. Everything else, I've stood in line for, waiting to get it. Nice. Uh, one last one I'll read. Uh, I am Joe says Donkey Kong with the Atari 2600 on Christmas morning, decades ago. I played it so much that my parents made me do it without sound because it irritated them. So that's a dreadful port, but it's funny how, as a kid, these things don't matter. Especially Dude, back then, because the, what, what what else are you going to do? I know, uh, y'all and are, I, I'll go on and add to his comment, though, like, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong, <laughs> Donkey Kong 2600 is a really, really dreadful port, like you said, but it's still fun as shit to play on the Atari. Yeah, I mean, for an Atari game, it is especially when you look back in the era and your choices back then. Like, okay, I could play Donkey Kong at home or nothing, you know. So as a kid, these things are a lot cooler than we're we're able to look at it now. This perspective, well, I I got all these different versions I can choose from. Mine was Pac Man. Like, I know twenty Pac Man twenty six hundred was terrible. Like horror. Yeah, give me that look, Lyle. I know you know it is the cream of the crop of shit yeah but uh <laughs> it's the shit of the crop like i loved pac-man for, you know for the longest time until i met my wife and she uh told me what pac-man was all about because we, she can smoke some ass on some pac-man so it's one of those things where i was like you know i love pac-man until i met somebody who was actually in love with pac-man and you're like, fuck this, I'm, yeah. I give up. Yeah, I'll, I'll play the fast hack version of it where she can play Miss Pac-Man and just completely, like, not even pay attention and totally, like, get through about 30 screens before she's like, oh, this is actually starting Dude, to get Dude, I want to I I play Demetrius and some Miss Pac-Man with she, Speed Hack. With Speed Hack? She's not as good with Speed Hack. That's okay, the issue. See, I, I'm I'm better with Speed Hack. Uh. But, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX uh, wait, for, came, for, came out for the uh, Xbox 360? I think it's I know it's on PC. I had it on yeah, PC. C-E-D. I got it on PC. Yeah, CEDX. Oh my god, dude. She doesn't like it. She's like, this is not the true Pac-Man. It's not. Yeah, and it's I a get, flashy bells and whistles version. It's of fun, Pac-Man. but exactly. it's not Pac-Man. It's, it's, it's fun. Pac-Man thing. It's just kind of like this. Pac-Man Battle Royale that me and Brandon played. Like, oh, that, that was, was amazing. fucking fun as shit. But it's not traditional Pac-Man. Yeah, I feel the same way. And then she sits down at a cocktail table at Pasquale's in Pac-Man, and she's like, oh, "Give me, you know, forty-five minutes, and uh, I'll use this one quarter up." So yeah, she has. I'm pretty no- sure I broke the joystick at the Pasquale's Pac-Man. It it's a little loose to the left now, if you notice. Well, she's got my arcade machine, so she and she's put Miss Pac-Man on, and she's like. Oh yeah, uh, between Miss Pac-Man and Doctor Mario, like uh, I tell you what, I put some money up on my wife as far as when it comes to Miss Pac-Man and Doctor Mario. I still want to play her. 
son, you can come over to the house and play anytime you want. I would love to. I just like competitive gaming. I don't give a fuck. I'll show up and... What's our Please next question work. of the week? Guys? I've got it. I've, I've had it. I mean, you got write it. this down. Where's my pen at? Here's a pen. Thank you. Slap it. I've I've been thinking about this since we were talking about we were talking about you know uh, our question of the week was of course uh, what was your earliest gaming memory? What got you into gaming? The question this week: What is the game that pissed you off so fucking much you wanted to quit gaming? Okay. What what's one game that is so frustrating and difficult to you that is literally just made you think about throwing the towel in altogether? Can I propose an alternate? What what's that? Uh what's the game you're best at? Because uh I know like I'm pretty good at like sexy Proteus. Um I'm not top of the world. But I'm I'm pretty good at it. Uh, as far as modern games go, uh, my wife is number thirty-one in the world as far as uh, Rock Band Four goes, and Rock Band Three, she's in the top one hundred. And a lot of those first uh, thirty or forty are probably hacked. So, uh, what's what? What do you think you're the best at, Mario? The first one. You're you're. Really- I'll stomp anybody's ass in this room. I haven't met many other people that can speed run the shit like I can. Exactly. Like, you know, and I trust I'm me. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm hey, not the best one on the fucking planet. Let's add a little bit more to that question. What is the game that, it, what is the game that you're best at and what is your biggest accomplishment in it? Cause yeah. A little more depth to the answer. I agree. To that. I agree. I've made it to the fifth level of Sexy Parodius with one quarter, like, right now. And it, shit. It that took me four and a half hours. I'm really good at the lawnmower man on SNES too, and nobody mm. gives me credit on that because nobody gives a shit. Fuck you, the lawnmower man for a cheap piece of shit game is excellent. So, this to get this clear, which question of the week we want to go with? Either one of them. It don't matter. Question do one. one this week, one next week. Which one you want to do this week? Flip a bottle cap. Flip a bottle cap. Black side, we'll do yours. Okay, so we'll do go with Lyle's this week, Josh's next week. Well, that's good. So we our official question questions. of the week to y'all listeners, sorry for the confusion, what game or games do you find so frustrating that it made you consider quitting gaming? Indeed. Make you or at least gaming. made you take a break for a while. Yeah, like just it, not... I mean, like it you just had to, to fucking walk away and realize I, I can go outside and do something. You had to fucking let your blood pressure re-regulate itself. Just because you're fat doesn't mean everybody has blood pressure problems. <laughs> I'm fat and my blood pressure is amazing. <laughs> I actually don't really have blood pressure problems. Your your face looks really red. <laughs> as you spill beer, alcohol. as you spill beer everywhere. So right. I'm gonna kill somebody one day over making fat jokes to me. I'm just gonna lose my cool and blow their fucking head off in traffic. Anywho, <laughs> people making fat jokes to you in traffic. Fuck you too, Brandon. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. One of these days, I'm gonna kill one of my own kind. Another fat man. <laughs> uh, I'm skinny, That's so I'm cool. cool. Don't look at me like that. I'm prejudiced against you two. 
motherfucker. I used to be fat. Then I discovered methamphetamines. See, I'm not that big of a loser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anywho. But anywho. All jokes and fun aside. Horse cockery. Horse cockery. You can find us always like um, at goodoldgamers.com. Yep. Um, Facebook group, Good Old Gamers Podcast. Stitcher, Good Old Gamers Podcast. iTunes, Good Old Gamers Podcast. It'd be really nice if people would listen and give us reviews. That's That would be great. Reviews are awesome. Um, also, we're on Twitter, Google+. Plus. At Twitter at Good Old Gamers Google Plus, the URL system on Google Plus is screwed. Just look for Good Old Gamers Podcast. You'll find us on there. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it? wherever you're listening to it, be it YouTube, iTunes. Yeah, we're on YouTube as well. Uh, give us likes, sh- shares, reviews, stars, whatever it may be. Give them to us. We need Please. it. Whether you Full like max us, on everything. Indeed. Yes. Whether you like us or hate us, let us know. Yeah. We'd just be happy to know what you think. That's fine. Thank you for everybody on Google+. Plus. We're, we're kind of new to Google+. Plus. Yes, we are. And uh, we're very excited that we got as many responses yeah. as we did. So yeah, thank you. Way better response than other social media. So I'm going <laughs> to start focusing more on the Google+. Plus. Thank you very much. Thank you to Mr. Josh Duncan. Hey. Good for Thanks. being on with us tonight. It, you know, it's like I used to be on this show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind but, of a natural at it. So awkward. I, well, how about that awkward sound? <laughs> that was really awkward. Uh, I do believe uh, at this point in the show, uh, we have a sign off, and uh, I think I'll go with it. Do it. Do it, man. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs>